Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Sports Drive, where we give you sports radio that doesn't suck. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to go and it's jockjournal.com you are listening to jock journal radio and now it is time for the sports drive your host Josh Lopez will be taking calls for the next two hours. And his co-host, Sean Mann, will be giving you up-to-date news direct from jockjournal.com. So, get on the line and become a jock star. Everybody here on the Sports Drive here on Jock Turtle Radio. Hope you guys have a good day here on this Thursday, a day after Hump Day. We got lots and lots and lots to get to today. My name is Joshua Lopez. Once again, if you'd like to talk to sports with us today, you can give us a call at 602 753 1743. Also, you can hit up our text line at 77948. All you have to do is dial 77948, type in the word text, space, and whatever message you have throughout the show if you want to add on to what we're talking about on the show. If you have something you want to rip, get bailed on, I'll even read the, that <laughs> quote on air, by the way. So we'd love to hear you guys. Have some interactions you guys would love to hear from. Uh, let's get some particulars out of the way before we have the show start. Uh, obviously, my name is Josh Lopez. I'm the host of the show. You can follow me on Twitter at WCJoshLopez. Follow the big win, Frank Sprinkle at JockJRLFrank. Uh, Sean Mann will be here in just a couple of minutes. Like I mentioned before, this is the Sports Drive. This is episode 13 of the Sports Drive. And we've been having some fun, man. I mean, we're almost already to 500 listeners during the time we've been on air. And uh, it's been a blast, and I, I couldn't be more grateful for what we've been doing. Uh, we're on Twitter at DOS Sports Drive and DA Sports Drive. Uh, we're also on Facebook. It's the Sports Drive with Sean Mann and Josh Lopez. If you ever miss an episode of the Sports Drive, make sure you check out Jock Journal radio uh, section on jockjournal.com or go to iTunes and type in the Sports Drive podcast, and you'll find it. Uh, with that said, let me first introduce the cast of characters on this lovely sports talk radio show. It's the man hailing, Gale Force hailing, 
from Bumblebee Blue Bumblebee, Indiana. It's oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. Frankel. What's going on, buddy? Never mind. Hey, you know, I just realized something. You said we're past hump day, correct? Correct. You're the gluey hump. Every day is hump day, at least as far as I'm concerned. Because, you know, I got you know, to deal with you every day. Every single day is hump day. Every day, Monday. Well, actually, what am I saying? Sunday through Saturday, and then Sunday through Saturday of the next week. It's all, dude, it's, a, it's every year. It's a hump year for me because I have to work with one darn professional, one darn great friend of mine in Josh Lopez. But as far as this blue bumblebee, how did you come up with this blue bumblebee stuff? What do you anticipate? Do you do it? Do you think of me as wearing some sort of blue bumblebee costume with a big tail hanging well, out you, of my rear end? Well, I remember one time we were on Sports World Radio, and you told me that you lived by Blue Indiana, so it always made sense to go with the blue well, bumblebee. And the reason well, I hey. say bumblebee is because Idaho knows, no, my bad, Indiana's known to be the home of the Pacers, which has bumblebee colors, so I just mixed the two together. You know what, yeah, you're right. I do live, the reason why I live by blue, in blue Indiana is because I live outside of Chicago, and you have the huge Democratic influence where you think of Indiana as yeah. being prominently a red state. That's why. So you know what, I live in the blue I live in blue, true Indiana. True blue Indiana. Yeah. And trust me, Before there's a lot. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Proceed, proceed. <laughs> Before we proceed on the show, we want to send our condolences to the family members that lost uh, yeah. their loved ones during the shootings in San Bernardino, California yesterday. Yeah, uh, amen. Once again, amen. we'd like to have the show to provide uh, a from reality in a way, even though we're talking about a genre that evolves in reality, but when you listen to the shows about having fun, um, sharing our perspective on sports, also buzzing each other's house at times. I mean, we have no fun poking fun at each other, but we also have fun with the Bash Hour. Don't forget we'll have the Bash Hour uh, with Brian Stowe at the top of the hour, and also... Like I said, mentioned before, we'll we'll have to find out how the bowling master did in his game uh, yesterday. Sean Man, the historian man, aka Gutterball Man. You know what, so, Josh? I speak. Oh, I just want to speak about the tragedy yesterday, just yeah. for one minute. Uh, my condolences what, to the family of members of those that lost loved ones, and certainly ask that you keep those um, family members in your thoughts and prayers. But I can't help but echo those same settlements that you just mm. said. That's what's great I about think us. We got Sean, I think we got Sean in via Skype. Let's see if this works. Oh, no. Oh, hey, no. Hey, buddy, are you there? Welcome, everybody. This is Sports Drive. I am here. This is Sean Mann. Can you all hear me, ladies and gentlemen? Can you hear me, Josh and Frank? You That's the problem. Great, I, don't, I, I, I don't want to hear you. Are you nuts? I do not want to hear you at <laughs> the time. Oh, but thanks I am. a whole bunch. Thanks a whole bunch. Yeah, Actually, you know, I'm I doing do just great. You. I do want to hear you because you want to know why? I can't wait to hear about your bowling adventure. So you know what? I don't mind hearing you for a while. Uh, you know, you know, no. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Let's start off with that, by the way. 
let me get some particulars out of the way. Um, for those that live in Bumblebee, USA, please hit up our text line at 77948. Uh, type in the word text, space is that message. Uh, before we get to the bowling ventures, for any of our listeners out there, have you ever went to a Walmart and get a haircut there? I'm curious. Hit up our text line, 77948. Text, uh, text the word text, space, and then the message. All right. It's Thursday. It's uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show. It's the day after Hump Day. Sean Man, the historian man, Boston wannabe boy. Tell us how you did at the Bubble Bee Bowling Alley in Bubble Bee, Idaho. And be truthful. Come on, John. Come on. It was a miserable day. I did not bowl well, and it was a rough, rough night. I've had one of arguably uh, the worst bowling season ever. <laughs> I would hate to like I think I hate it. Oh, oh, gosh. Wait, so you bowled as bad as the Patriots played on Sunday? You know what? This has been a bad week for you. I'm telling you, the Patriots <laughs> losing on Sunday has really affected you. Now, because of the Patriots losing... Uh, you have bowled terrible. You know what? I guess we can blame the New England Patriots. Let's just blame the Patriots for losing on Sunday as a reason why your bowling game sucks. Yes. Admit, you're not over it. Hey, I'm over it. I'm done. Hey, Sean, tell the peeps what was your score throughout the night. How did you do? Tell us all the details. 98 in the first game. Oh, 88 in the second game. Oh, my goodness. And 109 the third game. Dude, you pulled 109 in the third game. You improved. Oh, my goodness. And you're, and you're in Morty? You know, it's shame on you, Sean. I'm disappointed. You pulled 109 in the third game, and here oh, you what? are. Everybody. Grabby. Whoa. Whoa. Everybody makes me feel so guilty. Hey, guilty. You I'm put yourself out there with that. Yes, oh, you did. Geez. Let's see you both try to bowl. Let's see, let's, let's see you both try to bowl. Hey, I'll man, I, 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 I can I admit to myself that I'm not going to go out, uh, out in public and embarrass myself in a bowling alley. It's just not worth my time. That's that's why I don't do it. But I by like the way, before we, move, before we move on here, Sean, how many gutter balls we had? That's the... Million dollar question this week. How many gutter balls did you have? Uh, well, I, I hate to admit this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The gutter balls that I had were seven. Oh my goodness. Oh dear Lord. Oh my gosh. Oh dear Lord. Hey, we got we we got, we got our first uh, text of the day he said Walmart haircuts are often well done. He says same company that used to do J C Penny haircuts. What? See, there's nothing Penny wrong haircut. with that. Oh come on. <laughs> Penny haircuts. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Walmart and J C Penny both offer haircuts, correct? Correct. I've been missing out on my life then. My goodness. If Walmart and JCPenney offer haircuts, where have I been all my life? Have I been in hibernation? Possibly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've not lived a good life. You see, you listen least, to 
people yeah. have the guts to walk into a Walmart and get themselves a haircut. You're listening to the Sports Drive here on Jack Journal Radio at jackjournal.com. we got Sean Mann, the historian man, and the big blue bumblebee boy, Frank Sprinkle. My name's Josh Lopez. we got open phone lines at 602-753-1743. If you like to talk your bowling adventures or you're getting yourself a haircut at J.C. Petty or Walmart, give us a call or hit up our text line at 77948. Type in the word text, space, and then message. Uh, we got you know what, Sean? Before we head to our first commercial break of the day, uh, yeah. Sean, uh, so tell us once again what was the name of your team that you had this year? The Gutters? Your bowling <laughs> team name? We're called the Pinheads, the Mighty Pinheads. <laughs> The mighty gutter ball pinheads. No, 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 no. Why don't you guys just call yourselves the gutters? The gutters? The gutters, yeah. Hey, Sean, you know what? You I, may I want to that. get back on the Nintendo Wii. Listen, you may want to get back on the Nintendo Wii over the next week and start practicing. Look, yeah. all I got to work on hit, is trying hit to the aim. Wii. No, all I'm trying to do is aim where the bowling ball is. Then hit the yeah, weights. By the way, hit, hit the weights. Yeah, hey, yeah, hit the gym. Get those weights. Get those dumbbells going, boy. Whoa! I cannot believe what I'm Whoa. hearing right now. Lay off the wine. Hey, I had plenty of wine for Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Honestly, you're still hungover for you to be throwing at, what, seven gutter balls? Seven gutter balls? <laughs> no more hey, wine I just, for you. Whoa. I had a lot. I had a, had a rough night, and it'll get better. We'll see. Rough night. I'd say more of a rough week. Rough week. Oh, I'm yeah. o- hey, look. I am completely, completely over the the uh, Sunday night game. Well, he's going to have another miserable night on next Wednesday when the Bulls beat the Celtics and start watching Bulls cover photos for a week. You know what? That's not going to happen, Josh. I hate to break it to you, yeah, and I'm even going to beat Bra- I'm even going to beat Browning in that uh, in that New England Philadelphia game. And when Browning has to look up, they have a Patriots. This week. <laughs> it's the only bet you would win this week, my friend. You know what? I got to tell you what. The uh, Sean Man's st- the stock in terms of being a winner has really gone down. <laughs> yeah, and that, it really is. On, on that, on, on that note, we're going to talk about another team that stock may be going down after a big free agent sign that occurred the other day. We'll be talking about David Price moving to the Boston Red Sox coming up next here on the Sports Drive on Jock Journal Radio. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to to go and it's jockjournal.com. Support for this show comes from Material. Material is a simple and intuitive e commerce platform that lets you get your online store started without paying a dime. That's right, no ads, no setup costs, no transaction fees. Experience a fresh and easy new way to sell online by signing up at material.com today. 
When you look at the evolution of the smartphone, you will notice that all these devices are constantly getting better in every way. More useful, more powerful, and physically larger. We decided to skip 10 steps in that evolution, and we made the absolute best smartphone that you could possibly imagine. And here it is. The FB607! Behold, the future is upon us, and now is the time where we must... Ah, I'm sorry! Really heavy! Hurts the leg! Let's take a look at some of the specs. At 2.5 feet by 3 feet and 112 pounds, it literally dwarfs the competition and destroys it. The frame is a virtually indestructible cast iron titanium alloy, perfectly protecting the 9,500 gigahertz processor. The unique handprint and footprint technology guarantees ultimate security. It's just like Mission Impossible, but in real life. The battery life is 58 minutes, but you won't be using the battery that much because this baby runs on good old-fashioned gasoline. Just fill her up and pull the starting mechanism until you hear a slight humming. It's also equipped with cable television. What? It's equipped with cable television! What? It comes with cable TV! Because people love it! And in the unlikely event that you should experience service problems, just bring it back to the shop and the FB607 Virtuosos will change the oil, check the transmission, and examine any exhaust pipes to make sure that you and your loved ones are safe from any harmful fumes that it may or may not produce. <laughs> but be careful, because this phone is so hyper-intelligent that you may sometimes find it standing over your bed in the middle of the night, looking at you, wondering what you're dreaming about, just waiting for you to give it something to do. Please, give me a reason to live. Oh, my God! Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, show me the weather. The Apple FB607. It's f***ing big. Barely ads. They're stupid fake commercials. Oh. Don't yell at me. You are not my father. I'm not your father, but I own you, and I would like you to leave the room. You don't own me. This is my house. I own this whole house. Asshole. Why is your house all white inside? Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the wacky waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the wacky waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. 
sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to go, and it's jockjournal.com. Welcome back to the Sports Drive, where we give you sports radio that doesn't suck. I, I, I think that I've become a little bit... Obsessed. Obsessed with sports. Welcome back here to the Sports Drive here on Josh General Radio. I'm Josh Lopez, alongside Sean Mann, the historian man, all the way from Bumblebee, Idaho. And we got, of course, the big win, Frank Sprinkle, the Gale Force from Blue Bumblebee, Indiana. I happen to be Josh Lopez, who lives in the actual city. That would be the city of Chicago, Illinois. And we got open phone lines. We're here at 602-753-1743. Uh, we'd like to hear you guys' thoughts on David Price's move to the Red Sox. Did you think the Red Sox spent way too much money? Or did David Price make the right decision to go to the Boston Red Sox? Anyway, you can give us a call or you can hit up our text line at 77948. Dial 77948, type in the word text, space, and then message. We'll, we'll, obviously, we'll get the perspective from the Boston wannabe native in a couple of minutes, but <laughs> let's, start off with, let's, start, let's start off with Frank here. Uh, it was big news. David Price has signed a contract with the Boston Red Sox worth $217 million. Uh, oh, boy. What's your on it, buddy? All I can say is let these let the arm races begin. Look, when it comes to being a World <laughs> Series contender, you need pitching. And in the end, that's what it's what it all boils down to. You need pitching to be a successful ball club when it comes to the postseason. Now, David Price, not a good postseason pitcher. However, he can win you games in the regular season. As far as the Boston Red Sox, yeah. I would have to say this was definitely a home run here. Because here's a guy that's constantly been in Cy Young contention. He won the Cy Young as a 20-game winner in 2012. This guy wins and wins constantly. I mean, we're talking about a guy that won 18 games with uh, the Tigers and the Blue Jays combined last year. Do I think the $217 million is worth it? Unfortunately, that's the name of the game in as far as Major League Baseball goes. Because MLB does not have a salary cap. You have to spend big bucks you got to find ways to generate big money, and uh, certainly Sean will know that, but i got to say this, Josh, and that's kind of, I'm not trying to change the subject here, but that's the way the Cubs are going, not to be biased about the Cubs here, but you need to find ways to generate more revenue, and that's always a key for a major league ball club. The Red Sox have the revenue with John Henry's ownership, and that's why they have a $217 million pitcher right now in David Price. The question is, though, guys, can he win in the postseason? That i got to that's a question mark right there in terms of the signing. I guess the bigger question I have for you guys is what would be a better return of investment, this contract with David Price or the Yankees having Alex Rodriguez for $252 million through a span of 10 years? They didn't get – listen, Alex Rodriguez didn't play uh, the season before last, so I'd have to say David Price has been – Look, there's going to be teams that aren't going to take a look. 
know it's Rodriguez. Look, it's ridiculous. A guy that sat out all of last season, the year before, no question about it, David Price. The only white flag, like I said, the only white flag I have is can this guy win in the postseason? He can win some games to get you into the playoffs, but as far as the postseason, my goodness. I mean, now we're questioning $217 million. Is it worth it? Perhaps. But you know what? He's got to do a lot better in the postseason, guys. A lot better. Let's go to our resident Boston Red Sox fan, Buddy. Uh, big news, David Bryce. Uh, David Price, former Tampa Bay pitcher, former Tigers pitcher, now uh, also former Blues today pitcher. So he's been running the table. I mean, the only team David Price has not been in the AL East is the New York Yankees. So uh, how's the feel that the uh, David Price is coming to the Red Sox? Do you feel uh, the right move, or they spent way too much money and they can't invest in other free agents in the offseason? way I look at it, Josh, and uh, thank you for asking me some very good questions about this key topic. I don't want to go too much into detail because we've got a lot of stuff that we have to still go over for the sports drive today. However, getting David Price is big because the Red Sox are trying to do one thing. They're really trying to improve their pitching. Their starting pitching has been a disaster. Last year, the starting pitching was last, gentlemen, in the major league. So now they realize that they want to try to go with a number one. They want to try to go with an ace, somebody who can try to deliver, win games during the season, pick up ground in the AL East for that team with winning games. Because you know what? The way I look at it is this. Starting pitchers have to go six or seven innings pitched. Last year, the Boston Red Sox did one thing that really, really hurt them a lot. And I saw this as a Red Sox fan quite a bit. Sometimes starting pitchers would usually go four or five games. That's not good enough. That's not going to win you ball games. You need pitchers that can go deep and keep their pitch count low. Okay, because you know very well when you watch a game, you watch a pitcher's pitch count go very, very high. The Red Sox know very, very well that they need to make sure that they can get six or seven innings out of their starting pitching. They don't do that. The season's going to be a disaster, which would see the the, uh, direct departure of John Farrell. I'm not joking on this. I'm only teasing you guys because I understand that you guys are busting my chops about it. But for reals, Red Sox don't get it done next year. John Farrell will be out the door. With David Mm -hmm. Price, he needs to be good. And, Frank, you nailed it right there. You nailed it. Everybody else is nailing it. Red Sox fans are. It's kind of a mixture. Like, some, what I've seen on my Facebook is that some people are happy about the move and some people are not very happy about the move. Because I understand, Frank, what you're saying. It's up in the air, and it's open to question if David Price can actually be a Clutch postseason pitcher. He's two and six in his postseason yep. career, and that Ow, gives gosh, me a bit yeah. of a concern. Okay, it gives me a bit of a concern because we don't know what to expect from David Price. We're not sure if he's going to be the guy that can be big for the team. I'm going to support him and hope that he does well this season. That's good. Postseason. You know, I have to be honest. Uh, you know, as a Red Sox fan or as a Major League Baseball fan, i got to be honest. That's still going to be a question mark if he can step up and win postseason games. He did pitch well for Toronto in the postseason, but he blew games for the Toronto Blue Jays. Even the Game 6 game 
he, he didn't look very sharp. So there's a lot of questions, gentlemen, with that, uh, with uh, David Price. Well, clearly, I want to give my thoughts. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to give yeah, my thoughts a little bit on it. Go ahead. What is that? Good background. It's a pickup truck. My new track. motorcycle. New motor. Oh, oh, my new motorcycle. No. That was interesting. Anyway, <laughs> um, before so we move on here, um, I just wanted to add my perspective on this. Um, I think David Price had the best run of his career with uh, current Cubs manager Joe Madden when he was with the Tampa Bay Rays, obviously. Um, actually having a World Series experience, which will help in a way with the Red Sox. I mean, he's not like a all-time veteran by any means, but he has experience in the playoffs, which helps. My thing is, the playoff record does speak values, and it's a cause for concern. But also, you got to look at other pitchers around the league that have that same type of issue, too. Look at Clayton Kershaw, for example, or even Zach Greinke, in a certain sense. They, they've they struggled in the past in the playoffs, but they've always found a way to um, make it better and try to help their team. Uh, my issue more and is, okay, okay, you got David Price, but what else is there? Because, okay, you have Clay Buckholz, but besides that, your pitching staff is hit and miss. And I don't know if he's spending over $200 million. I understand where Frank's was coming from, where you have to dish out the big bucks, but at the end of the day, it's a high risk and a high gamble on the guy that's not even the top top three pitchers in the league right now. I, I respect the guy, but I'm not saying he's a top three or five pitcher right now. He's good, but he's not elite. But Guys, uh, it's a nice go grab for them. It, it's a nice grab for them. But I think on the impatient side of the Red Sox fans, you have to look at this. Obviously, the Red Sox were known for having the curse of the Bambino, the 86-year drought that ended in 2004. And now the Red Sox have actually obtained some success in the past decade. They won three championships. And now you look at the Red Sox, and, yeah, they've missed the playoffs the last couple of years. Now, as a fan base, you need to look yourself in the mirror. Okay, you went through this long drought, but now you don't want to be the fan base that takes your team for granted when they don't make the playoffs because how many years did he did make the playoffs and actually won the World Series over the last 10 years? I don't know if if the Red Sox miss the playoffs, is the right microcosm for John Farrell to lose his job. But it's today's MLB. Everybody, fans, owners, social media, whatever, are impatient. So it doesn't matter if you don't have any results. It can, you could be a coach and win a Super Bowl one year, and, you, and if you don't win anything the next two years, you could be bounced out from your job. It, it, it's insane. So I think it's interesting from my end. I just hope for the Red Sox and their fan base is that they realize the risk Dave Dombrowski went with. And it's kind of odd because Dave Dombrowski, when he was with the Tigers, traded Price away to the Blue Jays during the season. So I don't know if there's going to be a trust issue between both men. I think that's something not a lot of people are mentioning about that. And obviously, I, I don't trust Dave Dombrowski, but that's me. The guy hasn't done anything in over 20 years. I mean, you can look at the Tigers. Okay, you could win. Well, it doesn't okay, I, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. I, 
I related I, I related back to football because okay, you can win the division a bunch of years like the Cincinnati Bengals, but when you get constantly booted out of the playoffs, what's the point? You, my friend, Rossi has not won a World Series in twenty years. Yeah, and he won it. He won it. He took an expansion team and won the World Series. Oh my goodness, you're feeding me a bunch of a bull here. He hasn't done anything. Uh, Josh, this guy had took an expansion team and made them a World Series winner in five seasons. This guy inherited a pretty lousy Detroit mm. Tiger team, and, and okay, we and they were they had struggles. And yeah, here we go. Is right. You know, you you better here. I've heard your point. Go let on, me have my, Yeah, let me have my let me have my cake and eat it too. My goodness, he's done nothing. The, the 1997 World Series, fifth season in the history of the Marlins. Okay, how about the Detroit Tigers? Okay. His first two seasons, yes. His first two seasons, they lost over 100 games. That was under Dombrowski's watch. But in 2006, they went to the World Series. They were in the playoffs every year from 2011 to 2014. They were contenders. You, and you're saying to me, Dave Dombrowski hasn't done nothing? Dave Dombrowski's a guy that I would want in my front office. He's the guy I would want making uh, my baseball on. decisions. Oh, no. Oh, oh, come on. That, yeah, come on. I, come on. I want Dave Dombrowski. I'm about, I'm, I'm about a guy that's about execution. I can give a fine big doing whether he goes to a team that's an expansion team or a team that's been known to be a piece of mediocrity like the Detroit Tigers. I don't care about that. When's the last time he executed? Okay, he was in two World Series. They both lost at the same time. Don't you see the Tigers were one of the favorites to win the World Series last year? And Dave Dombrowski, the great general manager he was, had that same team become one of the biggest shows in last year's baseball season. And you're going to tell me it's going to miraculously change? Because he's with the Red Sox now? Come on now. I mean, I, be the I, baseball I historian got to look in the mirror that. Come on. Plus, I, uh, teams look at the back of players' baseball cards more than how a pitcher plays at a particular stadium. Uh, okay, he's playing with the Blues. Yeah. Okay, he played good with the Braves and the Blue Jays. Do you think they right to be an all-time Cy Young pitcher at Fenway Park? Come on now. Let's be realistic. Uh, I have to say this. I disagree with Josh, and I agree with Frank. Okay, the minute I heard that Dave Dombrowski was hired as director of baseball operations for the Red Sox, I was for it. I applauded it. I welcomed it. If you're going to have somebody in there who's kind of a veteran, a guy who knows baseball, that's been very, very popular with it, knows what it takes to turn a team around, I welcomed it. You know, the Marlins, okay, won the World Series there, like Frank said. The Tigers, he got them there every year, like Frank says. He got them to two fall classics. So Dave Dombrowski knows how to turn teams around. And with the Red Sox, look, I have always said this, that anybody who works for the Boston Red Sox, if it was the the fans Mm. expect winning. They demand winning. They don't see winning. Red Sox fans well, you should be entitled to win. will be very disgusted with a, when a season goes bad because then I know one thing. People are basically counting the days for Patriots football to get here or even the Bruins or the Celtics because it's unacceptable when they play 
very, very bad. So I applaud it. I really like yeah. what he is, yes. what he's trying to do. He's trying okay. to build that team up, and yes. he has a good friendship with John Henry because John Reach Henry crowd, was Sean. also Reach one it. of the members of the '97 team. He helped to bring a championship uh, to Florida. Uh, Josh, I, got what was I, I, I got I got one question before we have to, we got to go to update. One yeah. rapid fire question: Since you yeah. guys are so hunstrung about this guy that hasn't done anything in the past two decades, can the oh, Florida Marlins man from 1997 win the World Series in 2016? And be realistic. Hmm. Really it's quick, because we got to go to the update. I can't believe what I just heard. Yeah, Hasn't shown anything in the last two decades. I, uh, I think they can. I honestly think the Red Sox oh, can win the World Series next year because they know that they were not wanting to be a rebuilding team. I really think they can. The odds are still very good for them to get to the Fall Classic. They're a superpower. They're expected to be there every year. Frank, right, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know about the Fall Classic. Maybe unless guys was Rome built in a day. I don't think it was. But but as far as the Red Sox. I think they're heading toward the right steps of being a solid contender. Don't you have to crawl before you can walk? Don't you have to walk before yes. you can run? And I think the Red Sox yes. are heading in the right direction. We saw with the Marlins. We saw with the Tigers. I think, if anything, the Red Sox are going to be a solid contender for a wild card spot, maybe a division. I just don't see World Series. But Dave Dombrowski, I, uh, home run for the Red Sox. And Josh Lopez, I cannot believe what I heard. My goodness. It sounds like I'm, I'd rather go death listening to what you just hey. Well, I, I tell it like it is. I'm like ESPN, and we're not politically correct sports talk radio show, so you can take my comment and eat it, pump. Anyway, we're going like to have our first update of the day. When we come back from uh, the break here, we'll talk about the teams for the NFC and AC wildcard run, which teams will make it and which teams won't. And we'll take a look at the AFC and NC wildcard coming up next on the Sports Drive. But first, our first update today is brought to you by jockjournal.com. Check out the best opinion pieces on the NFL at jockjournal.com. All right, Sean Van, the historian man, hit us up with our first update of the day. Here's what we got for uh, the games for tonight. And as we get everybody updated here for the Sports Drive, Packers at the Lions, that game is at 825 p.m. Eastern Time, which is 5.25 p.m. Pacific Time. That game is on NFL Network and also on CBS. In the NBA, we got a bunch of games scheduled for tonight, and here's what we have for tonight's action. And we've got the Thunder at the Heat, Nuggets at the Raptors, Magic at the Jazz, Spurs at Grizzlies, Pacers at Trailblazers, and a game on ESPN tonight. It'll be the Celtics taking on the Sacramento Kings. In the NHL, here's what we have for tonight's action. And we have a total of eight games scheduled for tonight. Avalanche at Rangers, Devils at Hurricanes, Capitals at Canadians, Blackhawks at Senators, Coyotes at Red Wings, Panthers at Predators, Maple Leafs at Wild, and lastly, it'll be the Stars taken on the Canucks. That is the first update of the day for the Sports Drive. I am Sean Mann. Now back to you, Josh Lopez, host of the Sports Drive. Time for commercials. If you listen hard enough, you might hear the subliminal messages telling you to buy whatever we are selling. Support for this show comes from Material. Material is a simple and intuitive e-commerce platform that lets you get your online store started without paying a dime. That's right. 
No ads, no setup costs, no transaction fees. Experience a fresh and easy new way to sell online by signing up at Material.com today. Cars for kids, K A R S cars for kids, one eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids, one eight seven seven cars for kids Donate your car today. You are listening to Jock Journal Radio. News, opinion, and discussion for all you jock stars. Welcome back to the Sports Drive. Where we give you sports radio that doesn't suck. I, 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 I think that I've become a little bit... Uh, obsessed. Obsessed with sports. Welcome back to Sports Drive here on Jock Journal Radio and JockJournal.com. Josh Lopez here alongside Big Win, Frank Frankel, and Sean Man, the Gutterball Man from Team Gutterball at the Bumblebee Bowling Alley. Sean Man. <laughs> Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our last segment there about their price. I obviously take a more bigger picture, realistic aspect, especially with the guy's age and Dave Dabrowski. And these two jabronis are stuck in the past. But that's our opinion. Do you agree or disagree with us? Just hit up our text line at 77948. Uh, type in the word text, space, and then your message. Or you give us a call at 602-753-1743. Uh, don't forget, we got the Skippy Bayless Bash Hour at the top of the hour with uh, the Stone Man, Brian Snow. So, here's an interesting topic, and I hope you guys got your Yahoo Sports link uh, open because we're going to take a look at the uh, AFC and NFC wildcard pitchers. Because despite the fact that a lot of teams are in the running of making the playoffs, there's still a lot of teams that are middle of the world that kind of at the 500 uh, record level, and they still have a chance to make the playoffs. So, uh, let's start off with the AFC. Is that okay, gentlemen? Sure. Let's. All right. All right. Now, okay, I'm going to go to the stage here. I'm using Yahoo Sports League, by the way. Hey, don't forget, the top of the, the, top of the third hour of the show, we'll go over our picks for the uh uh, the Packers Lions game tonight. Anyway, uh, they don't have the wild card showing here. That's odd. Hmm, nobody cares about the wild card yeah. winners. I've actually got, I got NFL dot com. Up. I got NFL yeah, dot com. Jury, I'll tell you what. Here, I'm just saying, here's the here's the, this is probably the best way to do it because you guys can see all of the all the teams in each conference, and you can see the five and six in terms of wild card standings, and it's pretty neat. And you're right, Josh, there are a number of teams flirting at the 500 record that aren't quite out of the playoff picture at this point. Correct. 
right. Okay, let's start off with the AFC, shall we? So, obviously, we've got division leaders in the Patriots, um, Bengals, the Broncos, and the Colts, which were previously expected earlier in the year, right? And then we have the two wildcard seeds as of right now is Kansas City at 6-5 and, and the Houston Texans at 6-5. Now, here are the four teams that are slated to project to be in the playoffs for the AFC that are still in the hunt. We have the Jets at 6-5. The Steelers at six and five, the Raiders at five and six, and then Buffalo rounds it up at five and six. So those are the top ten seeds in the AFC uh, conference right now. Frank, in my opinion, what's your thoughts of this year's AFC conference? Which teams have surprised you? Which teams have disappointed you? Was it what you expected to be this year, or is this season caught you off guard when it comes to the AFC playoff standings? All right, as far as the AFC, look, the top three, that's edged in stone. The Patriots, the Bengals, the Broncos, those are teams that are going to respective divisions. I guess if we're going to look at a surprise, how about the Indianapolis Colts? i got to be honest, it's kind of surprising that the Colts are where the Bengals are at 9-2. and two. I mean, we were talking about the Colts over the last few years, though they've taken a number of steps forward. I'll tell you what, they're 6-5, and five, they're close to the playoffs. If the season were to end right now, the Colts would host the Kansas City Chiefs in a wild card game. If you ask me, that is a huge step back, considering the Colts had the struggles uh, toward the uh, beginning of the season. Uh, Andrew Luck, he's going to score in the football center. Also, Matthew Hassel, I'll tell you, he's been very consistent. So has Blake. But if you're going to ask about this, right, how about the Indianapolis Colts? Guys, the Colts may not even win that division. They may have to settle for the number six seed. Oh, yeah, they may not even be in the playoffs because if you look at the Texans 6-5, and five, the Chiefs 6-5, and five, the Colts 6-5, and five, you've got two teams that are on the outside looking in. 6-5 are the Jets, 6-5 are the Steelers. There's no question about it. The big surprise here has been the Indianapolis Colts. But the question is, will the Colts even win the division? Will they even get into the playoffs? Or will they miss the playoffs entirely? I want to say this. Beyond the top three seeds, this is, a fun, this is going to be fun to see. No question about it. Sean, how about you, buddy? The way I look at it is, yeah, like Frank pointed out, New England was expected to be a playoff team this year. Cincinnati probably was expected. Denver, yes. Colts, yes. But I have to tell you, the Indianapolis Colts, they still have – to really try to hold off the Houston Texans. They're going to have to try to hold off everybody in the uh, wild card. The Kansas City Chiefs have been a team that I have said, like I think a few days ago, have really kind of surprised everybody from the last few weeks because for a while the Chiefs looked really like out of it, gone, not expected to be a playoff team. But Andy Reid has probably just said, you know what, I'm going to probably keep this team together. They're going to listen to me. I'm going to get them there. You think of the job that Andy Reid did with the Philadelphia Eagles. Now he's trying to do that with Kansas City. The Houston Texans, like I said, the Colts have to hold off Houston. Houston is a team that's very dangerous right now in the AFC. The New York Jets, the way it has to work for the Jets is this. They need to win the rest of the games, and I don't think the Jets can. I don't see the Jets really being a team that can. Sean, do you have the show playing in the background? No. Because we got a text from that week. Somebody's listening to the show while on air. 
No, I don't. It ain't me. It ain't me. It's not me. I mean, I, I apologize for the loud background noises, but hey, I, I'm not listening to the show. I, I can't because I'm calling you to the show. I, can't I don't. I have not. Right I have not pressed the button. We, yeah, with the New York Jets, we have got to understand with them that I don't see them doing it. The Jets have a challenge coming up against the Giants this weekend, and you know what? This is the month of December for the Jets. They've always struggled in the month of December. Pittsburgh, the Steelers, well, kind of like the Jets. They need to win the rest of the games out just to get in there. And I don't think Ben Roethlisberger has always been a very uh, – has not been sharp at times yeah. this year. Oakland has been a surprise. Buffalo, I can't believe I'm saying mm-hmm. it. Jacksonville, Baltimore. A lot of things can happen in the upcoming weeks. But right now, if I had to look at two teams to maybe be the AFC, right now it's got to be Kansas City and Houston. I think those are the two teams that look – really, really in position and poised to be the teams to represent the AFC. I just don't think the rest have what it takes to make it. Guys, let me ask you a question before we go on to Josh. Let me ask you a question. I'm taking out the Sunday night football schedule, and I know the the Patriots-Texans game was flexed out, but I want to ask you guys a question here. The following week, December 20th, um, that's Sunday night. You have the Bengals going to the 49ers. That's the Sunday night game. Kind of boring because you got the 49ers. All right, that's my point. Let me ask you guys this. Do you look at flexing that game out and putting the Tex Colton, the Colts game from Indianapolis in the Sunday night slate? I would. No, not not on back. I would. Week. Well, that I, happened. I, not I, I wouldn't in that case. That happened, that happened with the Cardinals. You can do it. Texans Colts for Sunday night football December 20th. That's what I would like to see. Well, it was the difference. The Cardinals were on the road. In Seattle, then we're at home against the Bengals. Yeah, this so thing Texas- here is, it, it, I, I I don't know. I, I just I, I wouldn't want to see it again. It's just me. I I, I wouldn't do it. I mean, right. we we could go on and on about the issues with the scheduling of games. I mean, who really even even then before the season started, I I didn't want to see Bengals and Forty Nineers in the in the uh, Sunday night football game. Yeah, it was a Super Bowl game like 30 years ago, but come on, the 49ers are horrible this year. Anyway, I'll share my thoughts here on the AFC conference so far. Um, you know, I, I don't think the AFC is dom- dominant as everybody makes it out to be. It's like there's this conundrum through all sports where it's whether it's the American League or the Western Conference or the AFC, it always seems like those three conferences are always superior to the NL, the Eastern Conference, or the NFC Conference for some godforsaken reason. And maybe it's because it's East Coast teams and you have platforms like CBS and ESPN that are East Coast biased and blah, 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 blah. But I, I honestly feel like the, the AFC has been hit and miss for me. I mean, there's been some surprises. I mean, I would never think that the Houston Texans would be running in the wild card after the start they had this season. And then they're, they're finding ways to pick up victories. Uh, Oakland, we mentioned before, very surprising team. Uh, they have a nice nucleus in the future with Derek Carr and Amari Cooper. I like what I see from them. Uh, Great head Bills, coach, too. Bills, uh, not that bad. Tyrod Taylor threw me uh, pretty wrong. I mean, he not only is he a running quarterback, but he actually has a long uh, throwing arm, so it's, it's okay for the Bills, but the Bills find a way to beat themselves. That's one of my issues, why I don't feel they'll make the playoffs this year, and then 
besides that, I mean, the conferences, as far as who's leading the division, is kind of uh, repetitive. Maybe it's just me. I would just like to see more different teams in the playoffs than the same old, same old from the AFC every year. I'm kind of tired of seeing Denver, Cincinnati, and New England in the, play- in the playoffs every single year. Oh, I like how you say every single year. I, you know, I just like the way you say it. There are some words I like what, what you say, Josh, every single year. Or how about the foghorn? Boring. Boring. There are some words that, you know what? They're, they could be perfect ringtones. Has anybody ever told you that? <laughs> you know what? That's, you know, that's a perfect alarm clock setting. If you are if you're sleeping and you need your alarm clock set, there you go. How about the foghorn yeah. effect of boring, boring yeah. from Josh Lopez? Uh, we got to head to the NFC region before we head to that top of the hour break. Uh, guys, we got the Vikings lead the NFC North. Eight to three. We have the Redskins leading the NFC lead. It's kind of sad that the NFC conference doesn't even have a team that has a winning record to show how pathetic that division is. We have the Arizona Cardinals running away with the NFC West at nine and two. And then of course we got the Carolina Panthers in the South for eleven and zero and looking to be having home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Wild card teams right now, we have Green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks there. Um, most people would predict that if you had the Vikings winning the at the NFC North this year. But um, some other teams in the hunt, we got the Giants, we got the Buccaneers, we got the Bears. And uh, I think those – was that it for teams there or was there somebody else? Those, oh, my bad, the Falcons. Yeah, you bad. You're very running. bad. Yeah. People in Tampa, people in Tampa Bay now hate your guts and hate all of our guts. Well, oh, goodness. Let's start. Up, <laughs> let's start off with the teams that are in the hunt. We'll start with Sean here. Out of the four teams in there, which ones surprise you that they're still in the running to make the playoffs, and which teams that are still in the hunt can make the playoffs? Josh, I have to say that probably when I look at the situation, I uh, I'm surprised at one. One team which is surprising, which is the Washington Redskins. I didn't expect that the Redskins would be this good this year for them to be the Mm -hmm. number four seed. They would be a wild card team. They would host. No, they would have the division. Yeah, well, yeah, they they would have the division. They would host a playoff game. If the playoffs start today against the Green Bay Packers, Seattle would go to Minnesota and play the Vikings. Uh, you know, okay. with the Carolina Panthers, though, don't worry, we're talking about teams in the hunt. Panthers are a team that really surprised me a lot this year, especially with them being 11-0. and Cam Newton has really gotten into into the groove. He's really made good decisions, wise choices. Ron, Ron Rivera has done a great job of keeping that Carolina team yes, in good shape. You know, the Panthers are going to be a real tough team to beat come January. Arizona pretty much will have the NFC West. Um you know, Washington is one. Um, another team that I'm kind of surprised with that's kind of in the hunt, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm looking at it right now. They're night right now the eighth seed, and they need to try to get one of the two wild card spots. I'm surprised that Tampa Bay is doing this well. You know, Lovey Smith has really done a great job of getting the uh, Buccaneers in contention and trying to keep them 
in the hunt and keep them there. I think, you know, the Buccaneers very well could have a chance to make the playoffs. Teams that are starting to fold and starting to fade. The Green Bay Packers is one. Okay, Josh, you've said it all along. You've talked about how the Packers have been this team that, you know, everybody thinks Aaron Rodgers is like the best thing since Michael Jordan, how Packers teammates praised him and thought he was the next Michael Jordan when we were all upset because this was different leagues they're talking about. Magic saying Aaron Rodgers is like Larry Bird. I'm like, Magic, that was the era in the 80s. Yeah. But why is it? Quit trying to bring Aaron Rodgers and compare him to the NBA. They're different leagues. And right now you've seen a Green Bay team holding really fast. And I was given a couple Packers yeah. fans back when I was at the bowling alley, and I said, you know what? The Packers don't get it done. Mike McCarthy's out the door. He's gone. And you know another team that's starting to fade and starting to fold? That'd be the New York football Giants. The Giants, in my opinion, everybody talks about, oh, okay, so they're going to be there every four years. Don't count the Giants out. Giants are starting to fade, and if they don't beat the Jets, their chances are pretty much done. I'll say this on the show last night on a friend's show of mine that – Aaron Rodgers' ego is getting in the way of the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' ego is getting in the way of him being the leader that he's supposed to be right now. If, if that was the case, the Packers would not be in the wild card. They'll still be leading the NFC North right now. They would lose two games at home to the Lions and Bears. By the way, the Bears are still in the hunt to make the playoffs. Let's not forget about that. Indeed they are. Let me ask you this, though, Hump. How is Aaron Rodgers' ego getting in the way of the Packers' downfall at the plate? Because he's not leading by example. He, anytime there's difficulty, he throws a, uh, a tempered tantrum. He acts like a baby. He uh, He's non-responsive. He, he doesn't lead by example. I, think, I honestly feel he only cares about himself. And whenever Tori Nelson's not there and those guys are dropping balls throughout the game, he loses confidence, and he's not being the leader that he should be. Boy, that's real no leaders do not real, real 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 leaders do not lose teams like the Lions and the Bears at home. I don't care what anybody like says. The, the real leaders like don't, and real leaders don't lose four out of their last five games. Sounds like the Cowboys to me, guys. Here's what, right, I wanna, Sean, I want to elaborate on what you're saying about the Washington Redskins being your biggest surprise. Maybe they're my biggest surprise. Because how can a team be leading in their division, holding on to one of the playoff seats right now, and Washington is currently fourth in the playoff picture, but they're five and six. But on top of that, they have not won a game on the road. Haven't people realized that how do you go winless on the road and be in the playoff picture, much less uh, a division leader with the number four seed. You know what that tells me? That tells me the NFC East is just as pathetic as the AFC South. You know what, Frank? You hit it right there. We only got a few minutes to go before we got Skippy Bayless bash hour. How? But I can say, How? I, you know, I can say Yeah, we got to go to yes. Brinkson, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quickly, I'll make this quick. The Redskins, okay, hold on. The Redskins, you're right, are good at home. But if the Redskins want to win the NFC East division or even get to the playoffs, they have to win on the road. And they are not a good road team. They're one and four right now on the road. So the Redskins know they better get it together, or if they lose games on the road, they're not going to be even very good enough. Even if they were to be like an eight and eight team or a seven and nine team, which would be pathetic again to see a below 500 team get there, then. 
it's like the Red. I'll say Redskins don't deserve to be a playoff team. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then uh, we're going to have some uh, commercial break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Bring in the snowman, Brian Snow, here on the Sports Drive, here on Jack Journal Radio, Radio, Radio. Support for this show comes from Material. Material is a simple and intuitive e-commerce platform that lets you get your online store started without paying a dime. That's right. No ads, no setup costs, no transaction fees. Experience a fresh and easy new way to sell online by signing up at Material.com today. Hey Josh, glad you came over. Would you like a drink? What do you want, Sylvie? I really can't play. Josh, the stats are great. It's time to play. Josh, the stats are great. These five games have been, been helping they put so great in. for me. Can I just hold you close to me? You know that I'm just second string. Better than Peyton Manning. And Jay would be certainly mad. Josh, you are making me sad. I have to be at practice so early. Josh, you are so handsome and brave. Which way is it to get to the door? Can't you say a little? You're really a drag. Baby, I love you so. Dude, what is on that rag? Just smell it. Now I'm never letting you go. (laughs) It's Tebow time. up to Denver from Florida way, got a Heisman Trophy, gonna make them pay. Orton and Quinn went to the bench, covered in that loser stench. Might be a legend. The legend of Tim Now he ain't like Rogers or even like Vic. When you beat your team, it'll leave you sick. Ain't got big numbers. In the second half, he'll kick your ass. Just do the math. He's a legend, legend all right. Legend, the legend of Tim Now he ain't like Jordan or even A-Rod. Some folks think he's the son of God. Pure enough to bang your mama. Pretty sure he killed Osama. He's legend, a legend. legend, legend. The legend of Tim Tebow. He's a guy that gives your team the fear. Get your woman's knees up in her ears. He'll start a comeback, won't even blink, and you just know his <laughs> don't think he's a legend. For you. Don't think he's a legend. Now, Elway don't want him, neither does Fox. I'll bet that guy's got a five-foot Beat your team, ruin your life. When he's in town, he can f my wife. Boy, that's boy. what legends do. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. The Raiders, the Chiefs, it's all about the man with a swinging beat. Everyone loves him, he's the bomb. Hell, I'm pretty sure I'm getting turned on by the legend. No, he'll never give up the fight with the help of God, Jesus Christ. He's the cure for cancer. He'll save your soul all the way to the Super Bowl with the legend. Legend, legend, the legend of Tim Tebow. Legend, 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 legend,
legend of Tim Tebow. Welcome to McDonald's. You've probably heard, we're revamping our image. But you may not know about all the wonderful new changes in store for our customers. You've seen our hot new hipster hamburglar. But have you seen the new Grimace? He used to be such a sourpuss. But now, he's a puss magnet. Uh (laughs) We also have a new burger for all you tree huggers out there who are too snobby to eat fresh patties from enormous vats of ground up cows. The McCarrot Burger. Mmm, healthy and delicious. But don't worry, we've still got all the classics, like the Big Mac. And we're not going to change the Big Mac or the special sauce inside it. Our founder's grandson's great nephew, Randy, has been making it, whatever it is, for 45 years. I make it at home in the back room, late at night. Now let's talk dessert. The apple filling in our baked apple pie was too hot for some people, so we replaced it with something a lot cooler. Gumballs. Yeah, all right. And of course, there have been a lot of questions about just what kind of fish is in the fillet of fish. Fish. Yeah, of course. It's, yeah. It's a, it definitely, it's a fish. But we're not just updating the menu; we're upgrading the entire experience. Karen, do you remember those complaints from moms about the cleanliness of the ball pit at the play place? I sure do, Jeff, but not to worry. Those ball pits will be scrubbed clean by our new global head of play place cleanliness, Randy. They told me I could legally wash the children's balls. Whoa! Don't worry about how that sounds. Randy will only be allowed to clean when our locations are closed. Dang it. Wait a minute. We almost forgot about Ronald. Studies show that Ronald McDonald actually scares the shit out of children, so he's now known as health expert Ronald McDoctor. Hi. Nothing is healthier than eating at McDonald's. Uh, Try our gumball pies. They're very slimy. Thanks, Doc. Hey, Jeff, isn't it about time for our jingle? You mean, I'm loving it? No, silly. The new one. Oh, yeah. Hit it, maestro. Mickey D's, you have no other choice at the airport. So come on down to the new McDonald's, which is now called Anywhere But McDonald's. As in, where do you want to eat tonight, Jeff? Anywhere But McDonald's. (laughs) Oh, yeah, one more thing. F*** you, Morgan Spurlock. Dick. Anywhere but McDonald's, you still have no other choice at the airport. And there ain't no more Happy Meals, neither. Unless you're begging me for it. This is Brian, and I'm unavailable right now. If you'll leave a name, number, and a brief message. I could clean your workstation. No, Randy, Randy, that's clean. Come on. Jeff, you want to step to me? Huh? Jeff, I, got, I can take it. Jeff doesn't want you to touch me. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sports Drive. Where we give you sports radio that doesn't suck. I, 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 I think that I've become a little bit... Uh, obsessed. Obsessed with sports. It is time for the Skippy Bayless Bash. Skip Bayless talks crap all day long, and now it is our turn. We all know Bayless is a moron, but now the Jockstars fight back. 
Welcome I'm ready to fight. It is time for the Skippy Bayless Bash. Skip Bayless talks crap all day long, and now it is our turn. We all know Bayless is a moron, but now the Jock Stars fight back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Talk here on Jock Journal Radio and JockJournal.com. We got all the phone lines to you at 602-753-1743. If you'd like to have a special message to Skip Bayless, you can either call it to the show or hit up our text line at 77948. Dial 77948, type in the word text, space, and then add your message to Skip Bayless. Um, here with Sean Mann and Frank Sprinkle. Hopefully the snowman will show up sometime during the bad shower. We, we, that's why we had the long break. We're trying to contact him. He hasn't broke back yet. But anyway, it's the funnest and entertaining segment in Sports Talk Radio. It's Skippy Bayless' bad shower. I want to apologize for the excessive Noise in the background, I don't know, came last minute. Uh, one of the disadvantages of living in a house with people, they have friends come in and then they talk like freaking hyenas. Anyway, with that being said, uh, let's have some fun. Boys, you yes. guys ready for the bash hour? Ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, it's time for the Skippy Bills Bash Hour. Uh, now, we have a lot of folks here, and it's kind of fortunate that the snowman's not here because I don't know. Maybe it's a good uh, thing he's yeah. not here because he wants us he, to get out of the way or not see the look on his face. Trust me. Uh, visualize the look on his face. I don't want to have any nightmares. Oh, whoa. I don't want to have any nightmares. Anyway, Brian, hurry up. We want you in here. The bash shower is not the same without you, buddy. Hurry up. Check in. I'll get out of the way for you. Uh, <laughs> Skippy Bayless said that, Mike. And thus we begin the shock hour, I should say. <laughs> Skippy Bayless said that, mine. One more time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Full of fast going on you on that one. Who's <laughs> my? Says that my Dallas Cowboys deserve being the playoffs more than any other team this year in the playoffs. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. You know, that is <laughs> the biggest bunch of bull crap I have heard. You say, Skip Bayless, if you, on, if you honestly think that the Dallas Cowboys deserve to be in the playoffs this year than any other franchise, you are full of it. Tony Romo is out for the entire year. The Cowboys have been banged up. We already knew that one big hit was going to impact Dallas, and had Romo not got hurt in week number two against Philadelphia, maybe Dallas could have made the playoffs. They're not very good. Wake up, Skip Bayless. Get over it. Can I do it one more time, please? Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. I, Listen, I'm checking out the standings here because we were talking about this. Hey, guys, do you know where uh, the Cowboys actually fit in in terms of any playoff standings, which are not in, but uh, they're in last. They're in last in the NFC. They're 3-8. and eight. They're tied with the San Francisco 49ers. 
skip. So skip says that the Dallas Cowboys should be in the playoffs. Well, guess what? I should be playing professional sports. Sorry, I'm not. It's like put a fork in it, Skippy. Put a fork in it, Skippy. The Cowboys gonna, aren't making the playoffs, and you might as well just start getting ready for next year. They're going to get a high draft pick. That ain't bad. Yeah, that's true. That ain't bad. They're going to get a high draft pick. Now, here's where I don't get. Okay, he's saying okay. that they deserve to be in the playoffs more than anybody else. Okay. Yes. Well, <laughs> okay, when it comes to the point where your division is far more worse than any division in all the sports, no team from that division deserves to be in the playoffs. True, that's right. That, Skip, because that division absolutely sucks ass. It's it's a, it's a dumpster fire. That's how bad that division is. I'm but yeah. the, Cowboys, the Cowboys are the the antithesis of mediocrity. They put all yeah, this hype and bravado about this team to be in the playoffs, and they're looking for revenge because Des Bryant got screwed in Green Bay last year. And once again, the accident waiting to happen happens again. The Cowboys, Jerry Jones, Skip Bayless, shut up and enjoy watching the playoffs with all of us. You freaking hunk. Hey, you know what? Figure out who you're going to draft high up. You're going to be in the top five of draft picks. You're going to get a Troy Green draft yeah. pick. Oh, Lord. It ain't that bad, is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, Scooby Bayless said that the Cleveland Cavaliers are oh, being so fundamentally sound right now. It's so impressive. Wait, 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 wait. He said Cle- he didn't uh, say my Cleveland Cavaliers. I thought, he didn't say my, did he? So, wait, they're not your Cleveland yes, Cavaliers is. anymore? Oh, well, that that is true. And, by the way, watch the Golden State Warriors. They're 20 and 0. 20 and 0. You blow. How is it, Skip Bayless, that you could say that they are impressive? Why don't you – do you even know what the Warriors are doing? Do you even care? You should be because Golden no, State doesn't. is tw- – they've won 20 straight basketball games. 20 straight. Who in the history of NBA has ever done that? Now, if there's a team that's been impressive, it's been Golden State. So, Skip Bayless, shut your yap. Learn your your history. Know what's at stake. Do your stupid research. And quit asking your assistants to do all the research for you. You are such a nimrod. Dan, stop kissing up, too. Nobody likes a kiss. You know what. You know, and you know what, Skip Bayless, too? Before I get to Josh's thoughts about this, what's going to happen when the Cavaliers lose in the playoffs? You're not going to have a lot to say. You're going to go back in your hole and you're going to be hiding. I wonder what Josh thinks about this. Skippy Bayless, I wonder how a team's fundamentally sound when they lose at home to the Washington Wizards, and then the next game the Wizards have, last night they lose to the Los Angeles Lakers. Can you explain that to me? Mm-hmm. Can you explain that to me? Shut up. We're not going to have this magical run where we're not going to have this magical run where Matthew Dellavedova, of all people, are going to cause the Bulls to miss the playoff or uh, NBA Finals appearance again. It's not happening. Jared Smith, uh, 
Kyrie Irving is not coming back from injury until January, and either either way, he's injury prone, so his uh, dependability is not that long. Also, you got J.R. Smith, who's about to be suspended anytime soon. Um, okay, you got Kevin Love. He's playing more games consistently this year. Congratulations. He's not a top five power forward in this league. And then you got McQueen. Okay. Okay, good player. I'll give you that. But he's not the best player in the NBA right now. He's not. And I'll 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 have this debate with anybody in the world. LeBron James is no longer the best player in the NBA. I do not care what anybody yes, says. Yes, I agree. I agree because you know what? This guy is not winning championships. Hmm. Hey, Just I'm sorry, we got four. a question from... We had, we had a question from the text line here. Uh, one of our friends texted saying, which team do you see Johnny Manziel landing with? I'll be honest, guys. I'm going to take the floor on this one. All right. Mm-hmm. I, we're gonna, let's talk more about this maybe tomorrow, but I wouldn't surprise me seriously if it's the Dallas Cowboys because I'm convinced one thing. That oh, Johnny Manziel's time in Cleveland. Well, here's the thing. Listen, Jerry Jones was highly considering drafting Johnny Manziel. The question is, and I'm not saying Johnny Manziel here is the greatest means since sliced bread. God knows he isn't. But this is typical of the Dallas Cowboys. Tony Romo's getting older. He's not going to retire, but he's at the end of his career potentially. He's going to be 36 next year. So guess what? They're going to look for a suitable backup, somebody that can yep. bring prestige, that can bring exposure. Jerry Jones loves his exposure. So guess what? If I had to place a bet on any team that's going to take a shot – on Johnny Manziel, it's the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to Vegas and betting it all on the Cowboys. I concur. It I have like, to say, Dallas will. It looks down. like we're going to have. It looks like we're going to have a a mailbag segment after this action hour. We're getting a bunch of questions in our text line. By the way, if you have any questions or thoughts that you want to share to us, hit up our text line at seven seven nine four eight. Dial that number. Type in the word text and then your message, and uh, we'll try our best to respond back. So we're, we're getting a bunch of questions, but we'll get to that later on. Let's proceed with the bash hour, shall we? Uh, Skippy Bayless said that mine. Oh, jeez. What do you ever learn? <laughs> My Boston Red Sox made a mistake paying over $200 million for a pitcher that hasn't won a World Series yet. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. Skip Bayless, shut your yap again. It just comes to the fact that you don't know (laughs) anything about the Red Sox. You've called Ted Williams overrated, arguably one of the greatest hitters to play. Yeah, you've you've called Ted Williams, arguably the greatest hitter to play the game, overrated. You know, Skip Bayless, you are not a Red Sox fan. You know what you are? You're a frickin' douchebag. I'm saying it. You are a frickin' (laughs) douchebag. Douchebag. If you can't keep your mouth shut and do your research, you never were a Red Sox fan. The only time you became a Red Sox fan and became a Bostonian sports fan is because of the fact that all the teams are winning. They've won nine in the last, oh, 14 years, and you hopped on the wagon because all of them were winning. So shut your yap, stick with the Cowboys and the Cavaliers, and why don't you leave it like that? Quit going with my and quit going with all the teams that win. You are the worst bandwagon person I've ever heard of and I've ever seen as a journalist. Good grief. Can I get out can I come out of hiding from the bush? Sure. 
Good, because I had to get out of the way. I Listen, we said this before. This was a home run hit by Dave Dombrowski and the Boston Red Sox because this guy is going to win you games. He is going to give that Boston Red Sox a boost that's, I think, a pretty decent pitching staff. I wouldn't consider it outstanding, but somewhat decent. Now you get a boost during the regular season. And by the way, I am so sorry ESPN doesn't pay you $217 million. Wait, what am I saying? I don't feel sorry for you. Too bad. So sad. I don't have $217 million. As far as you go, Skip, uh, please shut up. Beware, kids. Beware, kids. We got the snowman here. Watch out. Yeah, oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's up, I apologize. I apologize for being late, gentlemen. Go see the truant officer. All right. All right, let's get, let's get <laughs> hey, 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 uh, Josh, here. What, what, can you tell yeah, Snowman buddy. that – I was just going to say this. Hey, uh, Snowman, Josh had a skippy quote for you that the Cavaliers are more impressive than any other organization. Yeah, he That's said that bullsh- they're more fun than the than the Warriors right now. <laughs> Repeat that again. He said that the Cavaliers are more fundamentally sound as a team right now than any team in basketball. Including uh, the world champion Warriors? Any team. Correct. Any team. Yep, yep. Any team. And who's 20 and 0 right now? Golden I don't know. Golden State Warriors? Golden State Warriors? The Golden State Warriors, perhaps? You talk about fundamentally sound. Yeah. I don't think there's been a game this year where the Warriors have not scored 100 points. <laughs> Now, let's get to this one. Of their, one. I hope one of their yeah, games that go to Cleveland and just absolutely maul them. Hey, you know, I want to hear Brian. I want to hear our buddy Brian Snowman's I, comments. I do know that Golden State and yeah. Cleveland play each other on Christmas Day. Josh, Josh, let's yeah. get to these cover comments. I want to hear, I want to hear our, our good buddy Snowman some of these cover comments. Here we go. Is it in Cleveland or is it in Oakland? I think uh, it's going to be in Cleveland. I think. We'll, we'll figure that out. Oh, get to these uh, you mean I got to start my Christmas day worrying about LeBron James in Cleveland instead of watching Stephen Curry burn? Wait a minute, Stephen Curry is going to burn the daylights out of him. Next, That's the greatest Christmas present anybody can get. Cavaliers and Warriors. Hey, great Christmas present. Go ahead. Next, next. I love that. Stevie Bayless said that LeBron James is a better all-time great player than Kobe Bryant. Whoa. Okay, I'm out of the way. Miles out of the way. I'm in another time zone. Uh, I'm guessing the floor is mine for for, for this one to lead off with. Yep, you just joined ahead. us. You just joined us. I I showed you this quote the other day. I am by so way. glad that the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Los Angeles Lakers never met in the final because it would be a four game sweep either time. They build it on two occasions as LeBron versus Kobe, and LeBron never got there, and Kobe did. Kobe is the first ballot Hall of Famer. LeBron James is a wannabe. Period. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Skippy Bayless said that my. <laughs> my Chicago White Sox are going to lose 110 games next year. 
that stupid incompetent some bitch knows nothing about baseball nor about the Southsiders, period. I hope the White Sox win 110 games next year and put a foot in Skip Bayless's ass in the process. (laughs) So we can see the Cubs play the White Sox in the World Series. Guys, I got a good idea what we can do, Skip Bayless. I got a good idea. Why don't we take him to U.S. Cellular Field or outside U.S. Cellular Field, right where they shoot off the fireworks, and they can flee, and you can flee Skip Bayless. How many feet in the air is the fireworks what, what are going off? If, what would happen if Skip Bayless said, "What a boring World Series it is to have Chicago, Chicago. That Chicago place is a dump." Then he would have me to deal with. Hey, he can say whatever. <laughs> and me too. Yeah, and then me three. You know what? Me three. You know what? Somebody ought to tie him up and watch every World Series game. That's what I would do. You know something? I'm, I'm hanging out with I'm hanging out with one of my dear friends, Donna Cavanaugh. We're up here in Three Oaks, Michigan, and you know, hey, y'all want to y'all want to hear a great show? Cavanaugh Live is a great show. You can find it on TuneIn. We were talking sports this morning. She would have so much fun. Ripping this moron Skip Bayless a new one on a daily basis. And aside of the fact she's been hanging around me the last two and a half years. <laughs> I I almost know the snowman for almost three years now and I get a lot of my broadcasting style from the snowman. Yeah, making an impact. Very educating are you. Much appreciated, gentlemen. Uh, Much appreciated. Jimmy Bayless said that my... Oh, no. <laughs> hey, I'll skip Bayless for this. Don't... My Philadelphia 76ers should be banned from the NBA. And from the NBA, they keep I on have, losing. Uh, okay, I, you know who should be banned? Skip Bayless. You should be banned forever because people <laughs> get so tired of your BS statements. You are such dumb, stupid idiots. You know, you should be banned. Okay, Philadelphia is 1-19. Okay, is that why they're, oh, they're losing. You should be banned, you dumb idiot. You don't even do your research. You have your assistants look up crap for you. You are the dumbest journalist ever. That's uh, oh, and the and the most and I'll add this is the only statement I'll add and the most incompetent journalist ever and the most overrated journalist ever. I can't even call him this. Biased. <laughs> the most biased we could say that. Uh, yeah, correct. Said that Michael Jackson would be nothing without the Wiz, and he's looking forward to the Wiz special on NBC. Why do I care? Why do I give a beaver's damn? Oh, essentially, you know what? Why Nimrod become a music expert? Oh, great! Now he's a, now he wants time to be out. an entertainer. Time out. Time out. Can I take a time out here? Yeah, floor is yours. Yeah, I'm on mute. He would be nothing without the Wiz. And there was a cartoon featuring Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5. There was a live show featuring Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5. So before Michael Jackson grew up and became Michael Jackson, he was already Michael Jackson, which makes Skip Bayless an unidentified, unapologetic, incompetent moron. (laughs) Uh, By the way, doesn't doesn't he know that the Packers and Lions are playing tonight? uh, Yes, indeed. And, and, and he cares about a show called The Wiz, which I could give a Beavers you-know-what about. 
Shaco Mia may be my Chicago, my Chicago Bulls better get their crap together. And also, he said he could call it my Bulls because he covered the Bulls when they were actually good. Oh, oh, no. oh I'm done. Last night. I'm Let me done. get their crap together. I'm done. Get their crap together. Oh, he's leaving. Oh, great. Look at that. You're 11 and 5, you freaking Nimrod. Good night, y'all. You're 11 and 5. <laughs> you know what, Sean? This is your show. I'm leaving, too. Sean, you're on your own. Because he can call them his bulls Because back in their prime And back in the Michael Jordan days They were so big And Skip Bayless was enjoying the fact That the bulls were so big in the 90s Uh, 11 and 5 Okay. I just have one question Even even I've got to bet against Josh And I've got to tell you I can't be too cocky and overconfident (laughs) Snowman floor is yours i got a question did Skip Bayless even have a prime, unlike the Chicago Bulls of the 90s? Sounds like Major League. Did, These guys did, did Skip Bayless even have a – okay, he's, he's claiming the Chicago Bulls when they were in their prime in the 90s. I'll lay you a bet that I can pull up a Skip Bayless article, and he didn't even know what the heck that he was talking about, including the 72-10 and 10 season, okay? He did some <laughs> – and I underline the word "some" journalistic work when it came when when it came to Chicago. I'm willing to bet you any kind of money when it came to the Bulls. He was so scared to be in there and and banned from that joint that he made up something. And I'm kidding around as I say this. That as he as he went along, okay. Does he have any kind of journal? What's the word? Uh, Donna, what's the word? Okay, she just gave me the perfect word. Where is his journalistic nerve? And I know that Josh is all fed up with the two hearing that. They're going, they're 11 and 5, you nimrod. I know Josh is just, uh, Josh, I'm like saying, oh, he's getting ready to leave. He's I'm had good. enough. <laughs> all right. Um, give me <laughs> Skippy Bayless said that mine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it may be broken. My Dallas, Cow- My Dallas Cowboys had the greatest dynasty in the history of the NFL, especially during the Super Bowl. Oh, That's bullshit. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to go, go first before uh-huh. we get to Snowman. I've got a co- – you know what? Uh, skip Go ahead. Cowboys were big during the Don Meredith days, the Roger mm-hmm. Staubach, okay. Drew Pearson, and even Tom Landry, because mm-hmm. Tom Landry was there from 60 to 88. In the 80s, the Cowboys were big, and the 90s. You know something, you dimrod, you nimrod, you idiot? Stop living in the past. Those were years ago. Focus on now. Hey, Frank, take some advice, yes! by the way. <laughs> you know, what are you hearing about this? They're the okay, greatest. Me... Look at the Steelers. Look at the Forty Niners. Look at the Patriots. Good if you're talking three. about, the, listen, listen. If you're going to talk about the 1990s, okay, I'll admit, uh, three out of four Super Bowls, pretty impressive. But how about six out of eight NBA titles? The Chicago Bulls are the team of the 1990s. Any sport. Agree. And I wonder what Snow Snowman. I'm waiting for you. I want to hear this. Doubles. Doubles. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple. 
<laughs> okay. Let's talk. Let's talk dynasties here, shall we? Yep. Yes, sir. Packers, Steelers, Forty ers Patriots. I'll even throw the Giants in on this equation. Why, you ask? Because every team that I have mentioned has made an appearance in the Super Bowl beyond the year 2000. (laughs) Hell, the Giants won two of them against the Patriots. I remember. You don't want to remember, though. Nightmares. Listen. The, the the Cowboys had their run in the '90s with Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, Alvin Harper. Uh, who is that? Jay Dolchak, Deion Sanders, and those guys. Okay, Dynasty, Dynasty. My question, my question hey, is this: If there were such a dynasty, why did they have to screw Tom Landry to get there? They mended that. Oh, God. All right, here we go. This one's going to really ruffle my feathers because I have a personal vendetta against this connotating team, and here we go. This is not wrestling. You go first because of it. Skippy Bayless said that Kenny Albert and Daryl Johnson is the best connotating duo in football on Fox. (laughs) <laughs> I put myself on mute. Okay. Okay. I am a okay. Chicago Bears fan, and maybe it's just me, but I do track the record of this, and it's really going to blow your guys' minds, by the way. In the last three years that the Bears have had games called by Kenny Albert and Daryl Johnston, they're one in eight. They're zero in seven at home. By the way, on these home games against teams when Daryl Johnson and K- K- uh, whatever it's Kenny, Kenny Albert, Albert Kenny uh, Albert. And the reason why I'm getting mad about this is because this Sunday, the Forty ers are at Soldier Field, and guess yes. who's calling the game? Daryl Johnson Kenny Albert, and Kenny Johnson. Albert. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I don't know. I I don't know who kisses more Green Bay Packers ass than Kenny Albert or Daryl Johnson. Yeah, I'm coming out as a homer because I'm a Bears fan, but I can't stand these freaking schmucks. You know why? You know why? You know why he said that, don't you? Because who did Moose Johnson play for in the 1990s? The 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 Cowboys. The Cowboys, that's why he's going to say it, because he's, he needs to kiss up to the Cowboys in every which way. Wait a minute. Then if that's the case, why don't you say the Buck and Aikman aren't the best commentary team? Huh? Aikman was the quarterback. He was part of those three Super Bowls. Oh. I don't get this guy. I don't get Skip Bayless. Uh, I'm, st- I'm starting to get confused now. Skip, you're making me confused. You're make- you-, you might need me to have brain surgery. <laughs> don't, hey, I'm sitting don't forget, to build you. We're going to have a... And we're going to actually have our first mailbag uh, question, uh, question and answer segment after the bash hour. We just have a couple more folks uh, left, everybody. Um, and we'll, we'll let Snowman get there in a minute. But if you guys have any questions for us, please hit up our text line at 77948. Hit up the text line, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, anyway, 
Gomez is or George. Do you have any comments on Kenny Albert or the Moose? If y'all could see the look on my friend Donna's face right now. I don't want to have nightmares. <laughs> I'm going to sleep today. If y'all, if y'all could see the look on my face right now, Kenny Albert and Daryl Johnson, I mean, look, as a player, love the Moose. One of my favorite fullbacks of all time. He's a good analyst because he played the game. But could you yes, pair him with somebody else, please, aside of Kenny Albert? I can't stand Kenny Albert. My team that I enjoyed watching was Mr. Pat Summerall and John Madden. And John Madden. Yep. Especially Don, especially John Madden when he was paired with Pat Summerall because you talk hey, about wh- the energy. Why? I love that energy. Why did Why did I have to grow up with this shitty announced team? Why? Why? Because you were Why? because this is the era you were born into. You were born into this era. Why? I don't know. You were born into this era. Yeah. Why? 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 My commentators suck. Oh, Trent Dilfer, you make my wait, wait, ears bleed on Monday night. Wait a minute, you're not watching sports Whoa. commentators. Oh, show, Josh, Josh. You know what? I don't need commentators Why? on TV. Why? Yeah. Yeah, why do I have commentators for TV? I'm, a, I'm just a nice young man who wants to be a professional broadcaster, so I can't learn from anybody in this freaking area because they all suck. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at what the world of commentary has done to Josh Lopez, man. I oh, am scared boy. Good now. grief. It's starting to scare me, and I've been going at this 20 years. Guys, I don't need commentators for TV. Radio, I do. You know what I want to have for TV? I want to have the SCP button where you get the crowd noise, the PA, and the music of the stadium. I don't need commentators for TV. I know what's going on in the game. Isn't that a good point? How would you guys like to listen to the stadium sounds during the game? Yeah. Anyway, Skinny Bale said that my... Oh, jeez. One more stack. My Boston Red Sox made a mistake in hiring Dave Dombrowski. You know what? I agree with him, actually. I agree with him on that. Oh, God. What have you done for me lately in the last 20 years? Get this jabroni out of here. Mister, I haven't won a World Series with the freaking Marlins being the freaking Cleveland Indians. My greatest claim to fame. Press my ass. It's a World Series. Hey, it's a World Series, isn't it? He won it. <laughs> okay, okay. Bob, hey, Bob Bradley, Bob Bradley, the Diamondbacks had one World Series. What did they done lately? He's not even part of the Diamondbacks anymore. Oh, good grief! You know what? That gravy. That that to me, I'm a Red Sox fan. I am proud of the move that they've had to hire Dave Dombrowski mm-hmm. and Skip sure. Bayless. I have never been proud that you have even been hired as a broadcaster. I get so sick and tired of listening to your nonsense day after day. And I know Josh gets tired of it. Snowman gets tired of it. So does Frank. I'm going to sleep. Good night. Good night. This is me in my car cranking it up and leaving. (laughs) Oh, no, he's leaving. He's taking He's following my lead. We have one last Skippy quote here. We do. All right. This is pretty interesting. 
Gibby Bayless said that LeBron James could teach Kobe Bryant how to be a competitor again. He could also teach Kobe Bryant how to be a leader. And he also could teach Kobe Bryant how to be a better shooter. Oh, this is mine. Before I leave, this is mine. This is mine. Hide your children. Hide your children. (laughs) LeBron teach Kobe anything? I think Kobe taught LeBron a few lessons, like how to win three more titles, how to be loyal to your team, (laughs) how to be loyal to your city, how to be loyal to your teammates, how to be loyal to your community, how to be loyal to the fans that have supported you, how to be loyal to the people that have supported you no matter where you are. I read a letter online from a Boston Celtics fan that hated Kobe but paid him the ultimate tribute by saying the last time that you exit the floor at TD Garden, everybody in the garden, some 17,000, will rise to their feet after booing you lustily, will applaud you for everything that you've done. Remind you of another Laker that got the same treatment? Oh, yeah, his name is Irvin Magic Johnson. So you can be hated in one city, but respected for the legacy that you leave. And LeBron James, you have not and will not leave a legacy. And Skip Bayless, if you even can define the word legacy, you will not leave that. If you leave anything, you leave a lot of quotes for us to laugh at, bash, mash, and everything else in that equation. And Snowman is done. Can the kids finally come out of hiding? Jeez. Okay. Okay, children, come on out. Come on out. Hey, hey let's let hey, let's let Snowman go. Hey, buddy, thanks for calling in, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow, right? I appreciate it. I appreciate it, y'all. Thank you very much. Jones Mitchell, we appreciate you, Brian. Okay, kids, you can come out now. You can come out now, kids. Come on. On that note, that's the wrap for the Skippy Bayless Bash Shower. We'll have some more quotes for you tomorrow. Actually, I actually have one more quote for Frank because this is a wrestling one, and I wanted to get his opinion. Oh on yeah! This. Oh yes! Gibby Bayless said that ECW is for mentally challenged people. Well, I guess I fall into the mentally challenged category. ECW, ECW, ECW. <laughs> Hey, like we mentioned before, uh, we're going to head to a break right now. That was a wrap for the Bash Hour. When we come back, we'll actually have our first mailbag segment where we'll take uh, answers from your questions about uh, anything sports. If you have any questions, hit up our text line at 77948 uh, for more information. All right, we're going to head to break. This is the Sports Drive here on Jock Journal. Radio. Time for commercials. If you listen hard enough, you might hear the subliminal messages telling you to buy whatever we are selling. Cars for kids. 
Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K-A-R-S, cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to Go and it's jockjournal.com. Hey, Josh, glad you came over. Would you like a drink? What do you want, Sylvie? I really can't play. Josh, the stats are great. It's time to play. Josh, the stats are great. These five games have been, been helping. They put so great in. for me. Can I just hold you close to me? You know that I'm just second string. Better than Peyton Manning. And Jay would be certainly mad. Josh, you are making me sad. I have to be at practice so early. Josh, you are so handsome and brave. Which way is it to get to the door? Can't you say a little? You're really a drag. Baby, I love you so. Dude, what is on that rag? Just smell it. Now I'm never letting you go. (laughs) You are listening to Jock Journal Radio. News, opinion, and discussion for all you jock stars. Welcome back to the Sports Drive, where we give you sports radio that doesn't suck. I, I, I think that I've become a little bit... Uh, obsessed. Obsessed with sports. All right, guys, welcome back here to the Sports Drive here on Jack Journal Radio and JackJournal.com. We got the big win, Frank Sprinkle and Shaw Man, the gutterball man from Bumblebee, Idaho. Shaw Man, the historian man. And uh, we got one of our first uh, Jock Journal writers here, a little uh, cross-promotion here on the sports drive. We got Tim. He covers the Lions for JockJournal.com. How's it going, buddy? It's going very, very well. Awesome, man. Uh, tell us a little about yourself and what you do with Jock Journal besides uh, the Lions or that just it. Okay. No, uh, new to Jock Journal like everybody else, but... Uh, Basically, it's it's a uh, it's an opportunity for uh, I'd say fans, the fans who who know a lot about sports, to go and place to write about what they see and to uh, you know give a fan's perspective of things. Uh, sometimes when you get the journalist uh, view of things, uh, you know you don't get really a, 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 they're not always willing to say the truth and say what needs to be said and see what you see. And so I, that's a great opportunity for. Uh, us dark journal writers to go out and say, here's what I'm seeing, and, you know, and it's surprising how many times uh, 
when we write something that it shows up on regular uh, on regular uh, journalists as well, and so it's it's a, just a different take. So I've I've enjoyed it so far. Well, glad to have you on the show. By the way, if you yes. have any questions for us, you can give us a text line at seven seven nine four eight dial seven seven nine four eight. Type the word text space and add your message here. We're going to do our first uh, sports drive mail tags that we hear. We got a couple questions I'm going to post to you guys. Just rapid fire answers, guys, okay? I have four questions sure. here for you guys. Okay, All right, go ahead. Go. The first one <laughs> the first one here, I said you just load up. Okay. If you had a choice to work for ESPN, NFL Network, CBS, or Fox as a sports broadcaster, which network would you choose? Let's start off with France. Oh, definitely Fox. They got Major League Baseball. I mean, Vegas PN does too, but uh, you look at Fox, uh, their Major League Baseball coverage. Uh, I certainly, and they also got regional NFL games. I enjoy Fox. You know what? I enjoy it all, but you know what? I guess if I had to pick one, it would be Fox. Though I'll say this the NFL Network, very fun to work for. I would love to work for the NFL Network too. Sean? I agree with Frank. You know, Fox Sports is good. I think the only thing they need to do is just get rid of Fox Sports 1 because I just find it to be oh, an I absolute... Oh, I love that channel. Well, you know what? There's a lot of the a lot of the public didn't get a chance to catch the American League Divisional and ALCS, and uh, that was kind of frustrating that they put an extra channel there, but I understand what their thinking is. ESPN, of course, is something I use almost daily because I'm always checking and seeing what's going on in the latest sporting news and scores and updates, and just that's what it would be. Tim, how about you, buddy? I think uh, I think I would go with NFL Network. Uh, production value, nice. great production. Everything they do is top shelf. Uh, the only drawback with that is what do you do when uh, you know from uh, January? You can talk about the draft for three months or four months, but what do you do after that? Uh, you know, <laughs> I think you'd get some slow time. That's the only drawback. The, the next question here we have from the 910 area code. His question is, has LeBron James been more of a babysitter or a dictator for the cast so far this season? Let's start off with Sean. Babysitter. Always will be a babysitter. You know, he's a... He's an under he's he's underachiever and overrated. I can't stand the Cavaliers. I just hope they're not in the NBA Finals. I'm sick of the Cavaliers already now as we speak. Tim, I'm going to have to say he's a uh, dictator. Um, I think I think without um, a strong number two in that locker room like he had in Miami uh, with Dwayne Wade, I think he has no check on him, and I think he's. Uh, He's trying to now be the King James, and I'm not sure he's that good at it. I think he's lacking a number two. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, all right, here's the thing. I am responsible for the tiebreaker, and I'm going with Tim. I'm going to say a dictator because he's too much of a ball hog, and you need the strong supporting cast. <laughs> when you hog the ball, you're doing it all by yourself, and yet, and that to me is dictat- dictatorial power as far as an NBA player goes. This guy is a dictator. Dictator, I tell you. <laughs> Here's a funny one here. This one's from the 763 area code. Um, he asked, which sports broadcasters could you guys actually have a beer with? Let's start off with our guest here, Tim. Well, I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. Repeat that. He, he said, which broadcasters could you actually have a beer with? 
Ooh. You know, I think, Mike Gullick would, I think Mike Gullick would be fun to sit around and talk to. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's seen a lot of folks, and he's talked to a lot of folks. And uh, certainly uh, in his role there morning on the radio, I, I think he'd be a blast. He'd, he'd have a lot of good stories. Frank? Oh, I could definitely. I'm going to go with the NFL Network, and there's no question about it. It's Mike Mayock because I would love to pick his brain when it comes oh, to the God. NFL draft. So I'm going with Mike Mayock, definitely. Sean? There are some great broadcast journalists. There are some that they hire for uh, players who are, have no journalistic experience. But if I had to pick one to have a drink with, it'd be Chris Berman. I'd like to, you know, sitting with Chris Berman, mm. it'd be great. You know, Chris Berman would be great to, yeah, hear his stories, hear about uh, his knowledge of the NFL, because he has more of that than the uh, than any other sport. He has a little bit with MLB, but NFL would be great to sit down and have a beer with. I have I have three guys. It would be Rich Eisen, um, Johnson Hood from ESPN Chicago here. And then three, it would be Mike Ditka. But obviously I'm the hey, parent fan. So you gave multiple. Wait, I only gave one. I only gave one. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I, hey, hey, I, I give more? Hey, I, haven't, I, I, I asked you guys three questions so far, and I haven't answered once yet. So I bounced it out here, okay? I would you okay. I have more, too. I would like to uh, stick by telling Brent Musburger. I would like to have a drink of those guys. Well, this is an interesting question here. Um, this fellow asks, do you see any trap games for the Carolina Panthers this year? Do I see any what? Any trap games. Any trap games for the Carolina Panthers? Like games yeah. they're going to lose? Yeah, like a track game, like you, like they'll play down to the Constitution and then that team would actually beat them. I, go ahead, guys. I, 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 I'll let you guys go because I do have a trap game. I do have a trap game. It's, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll go. It's this Sunday. Listen, if the Carolina Panthers are meant to lose the game, it's going to be this Sunday in the, in the Superdome. I'm, I'm almost wanting to pick New Orleans. If Carolina finds some way to beat uh, New Orleans on Sunday, then I'm going to say they're going to go undefeated the rest of the regular season. I agree with Frank. You do, Sean, too? Yeah, I agree with Frank, too, because I think the Saints give the uh, Panthers a big challenge. So I think uh, they overcome New Orleans. They beat them. I agree with Frank. They very well would be the NFC representative against uh, whoever the AFC representative is for the Super Bowl in Santa Clara. Hey, Tim, are we all aboard with the New Orleans game here, or do you have another one? You know what? I, I would have said that, but I think there's another one down the line, and I think maybe Atlanta may be a trap. Um, I don't think that one so. where, where they're looking to finish up um, next to last game of the season. They're looking to they finish at Jacksonville. They're going to maybe have a gimme there. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's They may not be interested. Who knows? I mean, I, I think that one's one I would be worried at, especially if Atlanta's Playing for something, if, if it means something to Atlanta, that may be a yeah. uh, that may be one that we may uh, we may look at. The last question I have here is: Can Austin Davis be the next Kurt Warner? Let's start off with Sean here. That is uh, what I would say debatable. Hard to see if he would be the next Kurt Warner. That's debatable. Well, as How far as Kurt Warner. Oh, as far as Kurt Warner, the story, just the guy that came out of nowhere, a guy you never heard of and did re- re- remarkable things, 
Well, that's a, that's a really a premature question to ask. I, I gotta say no because guess listen, the guy plays for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, come <laughs> on, this is this is the Cleveland Browns he's playing for. So as long as he's playing for uh, that mess of an organization, no. But I'll say this: look at what Kurt, Kurt Warner did for the St. Louis Rams. So anything's possible. But with the luck Cleveland has, I'm gonna have to say no. I think it's premature too. How about you, Tim? Hey, um, I'm, I'll tell some uh, stats on you guys right now. Austin Davis is the third-ranked quarterback in the NFL based on quarterback ranking, and he's had ten attempts. <laughs> uh, based on ten attempts, sure, why not? But no, I don't think he is. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that, for the simple fact he plays at Cleveland. Do you, what do you got for weapons, and what do you? Yeah, that's. I don't think so. There's only one Kurt Warner uh, been the last ten, twenty years. I don't think he's the next. Let's let's get a legal IV here before we get into the Packers Lions game. Here we go. You are listening to Jock Journal Radio. News, opinion, and discussion for all you Jock stars. All right, folks, welcome back. Hour number three here at Sports Drive here at Jock Journal Radio and uh, JockJournal.com. We got over the phone line for you at 602 753 1743. Uh, also, hit up our text line. If you have any questions, predictions for tonight's Packers Lions game, hit up our text line at 77948. Text, type the word text, space, and send the message. Uh, we got the big win, Frank Sprinkle from Blue Bumblebee, Indiana. And then, of course, we got oh, Gutterball gosh. and John Mann from Blue Bumblebee, <laughs> Idaho. Oh, and, of course, geez. we got our special guest, we got our special guest uh, writer for com covering the Detroit Lions. We got Tim from the crew. I'm Josh Lopez here. Obviously, I'm the host. So tonight we got the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions, Fourfield, CBS, NFL Network. Big Thursday game. These guys actually had a full week of practice, ready to rock and roll now. Uh, let's start off with Tim, obviously, since he covers the Lions here. Uh, just overall, general thoughts on both teams over the last couple of weeks. Um, clearly, these two teams are heading in different directions. Um, you know, the, the Packers are not very strong. They took an off, they had an off week, and then apparently they took their bye week seriously because since they came back from the bye week, uh, maybe they went where Johnny went to uh, have his bye week. But since they got back, uh, they have not played very well. They've lost four or five, which is uh, you know that's a that's a concern. Um, if you told me they lost four games this year, I probably wouldn't have believed you. So that's obviously a big concern. The Lions, the same deal. The Lions started out uh, with great hopes like they usually do, and they immediately disappointed the entire city like they normally do. Uh, however, since <laughs> they started the one in seven, they've uh, you know they've kind of turned this thing around a little bit, and really how they've turned it around is their defense has started playing better. Uh, I think the last three games they've given up, uh, I think, 14, 14, and 17 points, in the last, or 16 points in their last three games, and really it's the defense that's allowed them to win three in a row. So this this is very much two teams going in an opposite direction. And I think this this game is way more intriguing today than I think we thought this would be at the start of the start of the week or start of the year. For the Packers, do you think it's too many injuries or not enough effective leadership? Because they lost four out of their last five games. They lost to the Lions at home a couple weeks ago, and then, of course, Last week on Thanksgiving, they lost to the Bears with no shenanigans. So, is it yep. the injuries there, Bobby, or effective leadership? 
Well, I heard I heard the discussion before about Aaron Rodgers, and I I don't think it's really fair to question Aaron Rodgers at this point. Um, yeah, I think he misses his favorite target, um, and I think they've had a lot of injuries and that kind of thing. Eddie Lacy's been banged up. If you can't run the ball, obviously everyone's going to sit on that passing game, which isn't as good. Uh, career stats, Aaron Rodgers has his lowest quarterback ranking uh, at this point of the year that he's ever had. Uh, obviously, he's not playing as well as he's capable of, but uh, you know his weapons aren't there either. Uh, a couple things to watch maybe tonight with those folks. Uh, with the Packers, it's Julius uh, Peppers. You know he's he's coming. He he, he was out this week in practice. Uh, you know if he's a full bolt strength, that will help them quite a bit. Help their pass rush, uh, and also Andrew Corliss is, is back. And and if you know much about Andrew Corliss, um, Rogers uses him quite a bit. He scores a lot in the red zone. I think he is due to be back this game. I think he's going to be active. Again, that's another weapon he hasn't had for two or three weeks, and. Um, that may be a big difference. So, so I think they. I think it's probably injury. You know, when you don't have those go-to guys there every week, uh, you know, maybe Rodgers isn't feeling as comfortable as he normally does, and he's just not. He's just not getting that. He's not playing as well as he had been. But that doesn't mean he's not going to rattle off a uh, you know four touchdown, three hundred yard night. I, I wouldn't surprise me at all. If you were talking to me about three weeks ago, I would not expect <laughs> to see the Lions where they are right now. Uh, especially nope. coming off that London game. And it was just two totally different teams I see right now. It's kind of what I thought they would be before the season start. I'm, I'm not going to say they're going to run the table here and make the playoffs or anything. I mean, you have seven losses here, and especially with how tight the wild card and in the hunt sections of these conferences are right now, I just don't see it happening. But uh, what is it? Because there's something that's clicking here. I just don't know what it is. I mean, you had the same people there, but it's just for some reason now they finally seem to click and actually execute on these plays now. Yep, I, I would agree with you. Um, and I, it's not smart to get excited about the Lions or get your hopes up about the Lions because much like the Browns, is they will disappoint you about every time you try to get um, excited about them. <laughs> so yeah. let's not get carried away about the playoffs. So if they get in contention, they will probably do that, and then they'll lose a game they shouldn't. They shouldn't lose at the end of the thing. But um, let, yeah, let me let me talk through that a minute. I think I think when they cleaned house, their front office, and you know they they fired the president, they fired the general manager, and uh, you know that was not coincidentally through that bye week period or when they came back from uh, from from London. And it said, yeah, something's switched. Something's turned on, and the players are paying attention. I don't know if Jim Caldwell, them not firing him, has made a difference. And they got rid of some offensive coaches, but uh, they seem to be working on all cylinders at the moment, uh, quite unlion like. But the last three games, they've been they've been strong. Frank, do you have a question for Tim? Tim, uh, of course, everybody in Detroit has been talking about uh, the Lions' season, and there's been a lot of disappointment surrounding Matthew Stafford. Now, of course, he was drafted in 2009, the year after uh, the Lions went 0-16, number one out of Georgia. And if you look at Stafford, he's been a decent to good quarterback, and obviously not an outstanding quarterback, uh, but he has helped the Lions win some games, although a lot of speculation on his future in Detroit. What do you think the future holds for Matthew Stafford in Detroit beyond 2016, beyond 2015. Yep, yep. A lot in the, uh, you know, a lot of swirl going on there. Let me let me toss a question to you guys real quick. Uh, what do Kirk Cousins, Blaine Gabbert, and uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, Blaine Gabbert, and T.J. Yates? What do they have in common right now? And 
that answer is they both, they all three of them have a better quarterback rating than uh, Matthew Stafford right now. So clearly he has not played well this year. You know, he, he like, he'll play well in spurts and he's a lot like the Lions themselves. If he's inconsistent, just when you think he's, uh, you know, going to get run out of town, he'll, he'll play like he did on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, when you think he's got it all together and, you know, they're going to get on a nice roll here, he'll rattle off a 9-for-31 performance and he'll have three picks. So he's so inconsistent. Um, I think if he could ever work that out, I think he would be a really good NFL quarterback. But as of now, he just shows promise and uh, he's, frust- he's frustrating. As far as where he's going, you know, he just signed a new three-year contract. Where is he going? You know, who's going to take that contract on? How do you do that? You know, trades like him, and how do you trade those big dollar quarterbacks? I, I don't know how you do that. So they may be stuck with him for a while. This marriage may uh, go on for a little while longer. Uh, I don't really see a separation in the future, but you never know. Why isn't uh, Amir Abdullah getting the ball more? I, I, when I see him on paper, he kind of reminds me a little of Matt Forte. Like, he can run the ball, but I think he could be more effective if he has more opportunities on screen plays. I think it's one answer, and it is fumbles. I mean, he, he, he had the same problem at yeah. Nebraska. He's a lot. Mm-hmm. Every time he touches the ball, you just never know. And, the, and again, the last three games, he's played very well. In fact, the first game against the Pack, he had the 104 yards return, um, you know, which set up a touchdown for them. So he he's a talent, clearly. He's an upgrade from what they've had there before. Uh, he just can't hang on to the ball. And that's, uh, you know, as we all know, turnovers are not good. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's really what's keeping him from really having a breakout year. And I think he's run a little tentative because of that. It's, if you're worried about running the ball, you're not running as effective as you could. Sean, you have a question for Tim, buddy? Uh, yeah, uh, Tim, I was going to ask you, uh, when you talk about the um, uh, Green Bay Packers and stuff, too, uh, with you covering the game for tonight between uh, Green Bay and Detroit, is Mike McCarthy's job on the line? I can't believe he would his job would be on the line. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure that... Uh, First of all, I don't think as an organization, I don't think the Packers think like that. I don't. I don't think they're. Uh, you know, I would believe that of a lot of organizations, you know, that that aren't stable. But that's such a stable organization. I don't think one bad year, uh, you know, and, and you know, a, a seven and four season right now. That's in most cities they would dance in the streets for a seven and four record right now. Uh, it just so happens the expectations in Green Bay are pretty high. So I can't believe he'd be in danger. But you know, a lot of people have been fired for uh, worse things. So. Uh, I, I say no, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Frank, go ahead, buddy. You said you wanted more questions. Yeah, 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 Tim. You, Tim. As far as the NFC North and where it stands now, I mean, it's a big shocker because if you look at the team that you covered, the Detroit Lions, we expected them to be the one team that was going to contend to the Green Bay Packers. And you were talking about, oh, it's a shocker how the Green Bay Packers have lost uh, three out of the last four. No question about it. It is. But the Detroit Lions coming into the season and the slow start they have, I mean, come on. This is a huge shock because they went to the playoffs last year. They could have easily won their wild card game against the Dallas Cowboys, if not for a controversial play late in the game. Just how shocking are you, um, aside from the Green Bay Packers, that the Detroit Lions have, had, have just been a complete disappointment this season? 
if you ask a Detroit Lions fan, they understand this. They understand this disappointment very well. Uh, as a lifelong Lions fan, my dad was a Lions fan. You just know that the Lions are just—it's in their DNA to disappoint. As I say, once when you when you think they're going to be good and deliver on a, uh, a season, just when you think you're going to believe in them, they uh, they will screw it up. You know, last year I think everybody in Detroit was was just the opposite. They say, "Wow, where's this team?" And I can't believe we're doing this good. And they got you all excited, and you say, "Man, there's lots of hope." And yeah, they had a great season, and as you say, they were probably a bad call away from winning uh, their first playoff game in 58 years or whatever it's been. So it, I think that's just part like of being a Lions fan. It doesn't. It's not really surprising that they're uh, where they are. Uh, you know, and as far as the NFC North, I wrote an article uh, about a week ago about the NFC North eye test and all of the teams in the North. And it's like really the, the team that's the shock to me is really the, is the Vikings. Yes, definitely. You know, yeah, defense is playing so well, and, you know, they've got some really young offensive talent that they're not making mistakes. You know, Bridgewater's playing really well, and, you know, they've got that running game, uh, you know, there. So some good wide receivers. I mean, I think the fact that they're 8-3 really is the surprise in the division. It's, I, that, they're probably more surprising than the Lions' uh, failures at how good the Vikings have been. Even though they do have a tough schedule the rest of the way, they, they've got some tough games. They have to play the Seahawks. They still have the Giants and Falcons. Even though those teams are underperforming a little bit, they're all in the hunt for the playoffs. And, and as you know, those you know last three or four games of the season, when a team is alive for the playoffs, they play a little harder. They give a little more effort. Um, so those are some tough games. So that you know, it wouldn't be surprising to me to have them win that division, which I think would shock everybody. I don't think many people pick the Vikings. I did. Listen to the sports drafts here on Jock Journal Radio and JockJournal.com. Josh Wilson is here alongside Frank Sprinkle and Sean Mann. We got our resident uh, NFL Lions writer from JockJournal.com. It's Tim. Uh, Tim, let me ask you this question. It's more a general NFL question. It says Lions one. Are we in the worst era of officiating in the NFL, or is this just overblown because these drama-filled? Uh, Scenarios have it on primetime games. The, uh, the error of officiating, I think, probably would be, would be more appropriate if you want to use the pun. But it, you know what? I, don't, <laughs> I, I think I think it's just where it happens. I think I think the fact that you've got some high-profile games where you've had some you know some calls that were incorrect. Um, you know, I've done a little bit of research even last week on this one, and I, I don't think really the number of bad penalties. And I know the NFL will tell you every week how many calls were missed. Um, and I, I don't think there's more of them. I just think where they are is just, you know, a little more noticeable. It's, you know, if, if you, uh, you know, if you do something bad uh, when nobody sees it, that's, that's one thing. But if you do it in a room full of people, obviously it stands out. So I, I just think where they are, I'm not sure the officiating is any worse because I think it's always been a suspect and it's always been questionable. But I think they just had to pick the, some bad spots to have really bad games. So, you know, I think you have to really look at stats for that kind of stuff, and it, it just seems like more because they're just high-profile men. Mm-hmm. Right. Before we make before we make our picks for the game, Sean, do you have any other questions? For me? Yeah, I uh, one question I have to ask you. You know, since this is kind of related to the officials, uh, I, it's highly unlikely. It's a long shot. If officials continue to keep being bad, should the NFL consider bringing back replacement officials? We know how bad that was three years ago. <laughs> I can see Sean. I can see Sean's point though. This officiating crews are bad. 
Wow. Uh, you know what? I think that would be probably an over. Uh, that'd be probably an overcorrection at this point. I don't think you want the uh, yeah. the replacement. No, no. Yeah, Those I guys agree with with that. Yeah, I don't think you really want that. But you know, I have a question before we go into picks for you guys, and this is kind of a personal question. But you know, it's uh, here right. Thursday night, and, and you've got the Packers and you've got the Lions playing on a Thursday night. And I go and look in my refrigerator, and I still have some leftovers from Thanksgiving. Now, my question is, if I'm watching the game tonight, can I still eat those leftovers? And you know, have Thanksgiving 2.0 tonight. Now, what's your thoughts? <laughs> Give me your guys' expert opinions on that. Should I get the old turkey out and the old dressing, and then just redo it? What do you guys think? Let me answer that first. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, son. Okay, for anybody that is a Packer fan, after what was a rough, rough night last night again, last Thursday against the Bears. I don't think they would want to have leftovers because they're probably sick after losing to the Bears. And for other people who are NFL fans that that are not Packer fans, uh, I could say, yeah, why not? You know, I've been eating a lot of the leftovers, too. Good question. Let me get on this, Tim. All right, All right Tim, let me ask you this question. The Lions are playing tonight. You have leftover Thanksgiving turkey and all of that. Let me ask you, do you have pumpkin pie as well? Do you have any leftover pumpkin pie? You know, I, I don't think the pie made it the whole week. I think you don't want to make it <laughs> Oh, you know, Because you know what? I was going to ask if you did have leftover pumpkin pie. Could I please come over and join you? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the pie didn't make it to Sunday, but, uh, you know, there's some turkey that's hanging in there, and I think there's even some old stuff in still hanging in. And, of course, some oh, cranberry sauce. So, can I join you? Can I come and join you? I'll bring, well, sure, I'll bring, be I'll bring the beverages. I'll bring the beverages. I'm sure there's still some grocery stores that have pumpkin pie. I'll take care of that. Yeah. Hey, as long as I can bring some beverages and pumpkin pie, can I hey, join you? That's a winner. Sure, come on over. That's a winner. I like it. <laughs> you know, it's a winner for both if, of us. If you're, asking, if you're asking me, I wouldn't go the full like route of what you had at Thanksgiving. I would go more with you still have turkey, but you put it into a turkey sandwich that actually. Uh, uh, that would be something I would do. Turkey sandwich. Okay. Turkey sandwich tastes so good. Bad, bad idea. <laughs> hey, that's a good, <laughs> All right, good let's call get, right there. Maybe, maybe that's the way to go. Let's go. Let's get into these games tonight. Uh, of course, we got Packers at the Lions. Bill Sims, great, and Jim Nance on the play-by-play call on CBS on your local affiliates and also on the NFL Network. If you want to watch it. Um, I'm only going to be watching this game because i got Matthew Stafford and uh, Callum Johnson on my fantasy team, so it should be pretty interesting. And the Packers cornerbacks who haven't been playing that great recently. Anyways, uh, let's start off with Sean here, buddy. Uh, what's your pick for this game, and uh, who do you have here? Josh, thank you uh, very much. Uh, I'll answer your question. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions to beat the Green Bay Packers. I just tell you, Green Bay does not look sharp. They look bad. Aaron Rodgers, there's something wrong with that Green Bay team. Getting worse and worse for the Packers, where I don't even think they may not even make the playoffs. They just look flat. Detroit is the team that, of course, didn't start out well to begin the season. But the Lions have come a very long way. They have won, I believe, three straight games. They have played better NFL football uh, Stafford's making better choices. Detroit knows they're not going to make the playoffs, but I like the Lions in this game. Isn't it safe, guys, to say that 
right, isn't it safe, guys, to say that for the Detroit Lions, while they're not going to the playoffs, that this is going to be a playoff-like atmosphere for them? Because think about it. If the Green Bay Packers lose this game, that's really going to put a big hindrance on their NFC North divisional title hopes. Guys, the Detroit Lions, as Sean has said, have been playing great football. They're playing in front of a, in front of the nation tonight. They don't get much national TV exposure. They haven't over the last really few years until last year. But being the season that it has been for the Lions, being that they have played well lately, they're at home playing in front of a national stage, I believe they're going to come fired up. i got to take the Detroit Lions in this one tonight. Although a close one, the Lions win. For me, I'm going to go with the Lions 27 to the Packers 13. Uh, their defense is uh, playing better, and Aaron Rodgers has blocked this team. And I think the only way um, that the Packers can get back into where they need to go is if Mike McCarthy takes back the play calling duties. With that said, I'm going to go with the Lions. I'm only doing it for fantasy reasons anyway, so I'll go with the Lions. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll wrap it up with you, buddy. Uh, who, you, who do you have uh, winning this game tonight? Okay, see, so you all three are not lifelong Lions fans because the Lions are now getting the city excited. Everybody's thinking they're going to do something. This is a game you think on paper they could and should win. Exact recipe for the Lions to let you down. I think I'm going to go with the Packers. Um, and I, oh, just, okay. I, just think, I just think the Packers uh, are a better team. I think they have more overall talent. Um, and, I, and I think the one thing to watch for, if, if Brian Bulaga, uh, the left tackle, can play tonight and control Ziggy Anza any, um, I, I think they're going to have a – I think they're going to have a good day. Eddie Lacy, I think, is going to play well. And if he gets over 100 yards, I think that's going to be really tough for the Lions to stop both the run and the pass. So, Again, I've seen this Lions teams before, and I've seen them just just when they get your hopes up, they will surely let you down. So um, I've learned my lesson. I haven't drunk the Kool-Aid, so I'm going to go Packers 24, maybe Lions 17-ish, something like that. I'd say a 6-7 point game. I hope I'm wrong because I do love the Lions. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, that's that's just what I've seen. From what I see, that's what I see. Don't forget, tonight we got the Packers at the Lions at Fort Field on CBS and NFL Network. Tim, before we let you go, buddy, tell the uh, fans where they can find you working, where they can find you on uh, social media. Yep, Jock Journal, com is where I'll be, and uh, you'll be able to see me out there. Look under the Lions or the NFC North. You'll see lots of good articles. Lots of your teams out there, go look on the site. There's lots of good information. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed going out looking over all the articles. I've learned a lot of stuff about other teams, and great place to go find some alternative information. Absolutely. Tim, thank you so much for taking your time to come out. We had a blast. We'd love to have you back anytime you're available, all right? Hey, I enjoyed it, guys. Appreciate it. Like the show. Thank you. you, Tim. All right, that was Tim from jockjournal.com. He's the Lions uh, analyst and uh, writer for jockjournal.com. Uh, that was pretty cool, guys, huh? It He's got turkey. Uh, I want to join him for dinner. Somebody's got <laughs> leftover face. We're going to yeah, go to a commercial break. When we come back, we'll bring back a fun segment called Facts or Fiction. We'll be right back. This is the Sports Draft here on Jock Journal Radio. Kids, one eight seven seven cards. 
donate your car today. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the Wacky Waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the Wacky Waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to go and it's jockjournal.com support for this show comes from material material is a simple and intuitive e-commerce platform that lets you get your online store started without paying a dime that's right no ads no setup costs no transaction fees experience a fresh and easy new way to sell online by signing up at material.com today Welcome back to the Sports Drive, where we give you sports radio that doesn't suck. I, I, I think that I've become a little bit obsessed. Obsessed with sports. Welcome back here to the Sports Drive here on Jack Journal Radio, JackJournal.com. Josh Silver is alongside Sean Mann, the historian man, a Thunderball master. Uh, we also are accompanied by the big Gale Force win, the big blue bumblebee boy, Frank Sprinkle. Oh, My name gosh. is Josh Lopez. Uh, you, can follow, you can follow us on Twitter at WC Josh Lopez. Follow all of us at uh, the show at Dot Sports Drive. DA Sports Drive. By the way, if you have any questions, soliloquies, rants, any questions for us uh, about the NFL, NBA, or anything in the world, even if you get a haircut at Walmart, hit up our text line at 77948. That's, all you have to do is dial up 77948, put it in the uh, text line and then also add your message to it and we'll get to you as soon as we possibly can. Um, so, by the way, we haven't done this in a while. Let's have some fun and have some fact or fiction. You guys ready, boys? Yeah. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Back, back. Ripley's, fiction, fiction. Believe, uh, <laughs> Ripley's believe it or not, let's do it. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry about that. My clip from my headphone fell off. <laughs> anyway, how yeah, you made it here. He won on, he won on Josh. 
Yeah, believe it or not, let's have some fun, gentlemen. All right, back to the question. Steph Curry is the best Curry, uh, best player in the NBA right now. Fact or fiction? I gotta go with fact. I definitely have to go with fact. He is. John? I was just I was just waiting for Frank. Uh I uh was going to say that yeah, I'm gonna go with fact. He's just showing everybody what kind of potential he has. Great NBA player. I agree too. I I'll go with fact on that one as well. All right. Fact or fiction. Is Kevin Durant a crybaby? Let's start for Sean here. Fact, I think he is a crybaby. When things haven't gone well for the Thunder. He gets upset, he moans, and he cries. Frank? Hmm. That's a tough one for me. I have, A few years ago, I would have never... I'm going to say fiction. Uh, okay. I don't really see him as being a crybaby much. I mean, maybe he's had some uh, leashes, but I can't... Uh, to me, he's not a crybaby. He isn't. LeBron may be more of a crybaby than Kevin Durant. I, I've been bringing it up recently because... Uh, Kevin Durant has been uh, shown on media, and he writes the media for how they treat Kobe Bryant, and there's there's been this running thread about Kevin Durant's issues with the media. So it's a good point to question. Um, For me, I would say fact, only because he's worried about what the media thinks of more than what his team is doing. need to get rid of your insecurities. I know you're just coming back of a... uh, injury from last year, but yes, I know you're going to be a free agent coming up this offseason, but you need to focus on your team right now. Anyway, let's get to the next one. Fact or fiction, Brock Osweiler is the right option to go with the Denver Broncos for the rest of the year. Oh, good one. Who do you want to start with? Me or Sean? Let's Let's start with Sean here. Yeah, go ahead. That is such a good question. You know, it's challenging. It's good. Um, right now, I'm going to vote fiction because wow. Peyton Manning still has the experience. I know he's getting toward the end of his career. Brock has got pre- plenty of potential, but I still got to go with Peyton Manning just a little bit by a slight edge. Uh, Frank, you know what? I, I, you know what? That's a tough one for me. Believe it or not. I'm going to go with fiction on that one, too, because it's a whole other ball game when it comes to the postseason. And this is a Denver Broncos team that's going to be in the postseason. They're going to win the division. The question is, do they get the bye in the number two seed? Um, I'm going to have to go with fiction because if you look at the leadership of Peyton Manning and what he brings to the table, although Peyton Manning doesn't have the best postseason record on earth, I want that experience. I want that leadership in the playoffs. So i got to go with or now fiction. Here's the next one. I think this one's going to get you guys uh, kerfuffled here. <laughs> All right. Let's go with this. Fact or fiction? Skip Bayless <laughs> is the worst broadcaster of all time. I'm going first. Fact. He doesn't do his research. He, he all he does is he allows his assistants just to do the work for him. He is such an idiot. It's an easy fact on that one. He says my all the time. I mean, he 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 wants to be a bandwagoner. Of course, it's fact. 
My goodness. You, uh, he sucks up, he uh, up, you name it. He's ugly, uh, he up. Fact, fact, fact. Right. Let's move on. Is Sean Man a bowling master? Facts or fiction? Let's start off with Frank. Let me ask you this. Does Sean get to answer that question? I don't think he should. I think oh, it should be yes. My God. Yeah, I cannot be believe playing. my name was put on fact or fiction. I hope my name gets put on fact or fiction. Are you nuts? That's fiction. The bully master. Bully master. <laughs> he's an amateur. He's not even an amateur bully master. He bowls gutter after gutter. You know, you know, I don't know, you know it's, it's, it's Christmas time, criminy sakes. It's Christmas time. And yet my name's got my name has got to be added to fact or fiction if I'm a bowling master. I'm gonna say fact. I'm an easy bowling master. I just had one bad season oh, but I also but I don't give up. I always yep. manage to come back stronger than ever. I wonder what Josh has to say about this. Let's buy him let's buy him bowling lessons for Christmas. That's what we should buy him, Josh. <laughs> oh, no, Here we no. go. Give him a bowling coach. Oh jeez. I wonder what uh, Josh I'll, I'll, I'll say fiction because Sean Man's the master of gutter balls, but that, uh, yeah, that's exactly a fiction for me. Balls. Oh, hey, you know what? If, if he were the master of gutter balls, that'd be definite fact. You know what? You, you, you should turn the question around. What? You all suck. True. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. Here's the next one. We all suck at something. You suck at bowling. Here. Oh, cut it out. To bowling master's nerve. coming back. To strike a nerve with a debate that we had earlier in the show, will Dave Dombrowski bring a world championship to the Boston Red Sox? Back mm. or fiction? We'll start off with Frank. You know what? With the market that he's in and with the talent that he's starting to assemble, it's not going to be fiction this year, but I can see it maybe over the next three years potentially. I'll say fact because Dave Dombrowski, I believe, knows what he's doing here. He's done it before with two other clubs, maybe not World Series of Detroit, but he's gotten them there close twice, pennant contenders. It won't surprise me, so I'll say fact potentially. Sean? I want a big smile on my face to see another Red Sox championship. It was memories in 04, it was memories in 07, and memories of 2013. I want those memories to listen to Josh. I want those memories to continue. So I'm saying with Dombrowski there, fact, fact, fact. He will get the Red Sox a championship. Yeah. Yeah. Just when I think we're going to get a new era of baseball with new teams contending for a World Series, now everybody wants the Red Sox back in it. Yeah. It's a lose lose. Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to say fiction, and also John Farrell and Dave Dombrowski will be fired in three years. Hey, look, Farrell gets an extension, and everybody gives the guy heck. And now everybody want, and now you want Dombrowski out? What the heck? Come on. I'm, gi- I'm giving the guy and the coach three years. If they don't win the title, they don't belong there. Oh, Simple geez. as that. Three it's years. Every I year. Agree. There's pressure. There's hey, pressure. Every, every team has their up and downs. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that, I think that's being fair. I think it's being fair. Three years? Guess so. I, th- I think that's being fair. All right. I've got two more before we have the commercial break, guys. Fact hmm. or fiction, 
Will the Boston Bruins make it back to the Stanley Cup Finals this year? I'll start because this is a Sean Mann's team. I just don't see the talent. As a, as a matter of fact, you look at the Montreal Canadiens, they're the team that has the most opportunity of going to the Stanley Cup yep. Finals from the East. I'm going to have to say, mm-hmm. listen, I'll say that for the Red Sox, but fiction for the Bruins. Sorry, Sean. Actually, I'm not sorry. That's my opinion. I stand by it. So I'm not sorry. I retract yep. it. Uh, convictions. Next. Well, you know, I have to be realistic here. Okay, the yeah, Bruins. Yep. The Bruins are not. The Bruins are not bad. I believe they will make it to the playoffs. But if you're talking about trying to get all the way to the Cup Finals, I'm going to vote fiction on this. You guys might be shocked, and you probably are. It's just that. I can't be biased. I can't be biased all the time because we're looking at a situation where the Bruins do have young talent, but they still know that there's some challengers out there. Montreal, of course, I don't want them to win because that's the Bruins' rival. The Rangers are pretty tough. Dallas in the Western Conference, Red Wings. So I know the Bruins can get to the playoffs, but I'm going to have to vote fact. I just don't know if they're going to do it. And you know what? I'm going to make it quick. In 2011, nobody gave the Boston Bruins a chance to even win the Stanley Cup. Remember, it took them three seven-game series just to win the Cup. So i got to vote fiction. Last one here. Oh, we didn't get you, Josh. Oh, we didn't get you. Yeah, fact or fiction, even though I probably know what Josh is going to say, but go ahead. (laughs) Fiction. Blackhawks versus Canadians is this year's Stanley Cup final. Oh, you know what? That's a snooze fest. That's a snooze oh, fest. Come on. Go. Come there on. you go. We've already seen right. too much. Last... Of the, we've already seen too much of the Blackhawks in there, and then we, and then the worst case scenario, having the Montreal Canadiens in there makes me okay. sick. Well, well, well. Since you brought that up, let me transition to a team you saw way too much of. This next and last fact fiction quote of the day is: The New England Patriots the best dynasty in this era. Start off with Frank. All right, Sean. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. I'm not saying this to please you, but I'm just saying it. What I see to be real. Yes, they are the best dynasty of this era. If you go back to what they've done over the last 15 years, they're certainly one of the best run organizations in professional sports. Definitely in the National Football League. But take a look at um, the Super Bowl titles that they've won. They've won four Super Bowl titles in six appearances. Yeah, I have to say they are the best dynasty in the NFL. That's that's a no-brainer right there. The proof is in the pudding. The six NBA, the six, uh, pardon me, the four Super Bowl titles, six tries. Proof in the pudding. Definitely yes. That's fact. 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 I'll go. You know. I'll, oh, go ahead. I'll go next. That Sean's the Boston sports trainer. Um, I'll say fiction because I'll, I'll be at home here, but I don't care. It's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. Um, I feel that I feel that the Blackhawks are the best dynasty in this era because their long-term impact, not only in the city but also the sport they play in. I feel there's more of a regret, regression and uh, less and more of an indifference towards the NFL. The more and more years the Patriots were in the Super Bowl or winning Super Bowls, yes, they made it, but we're was the NFL really growing that much after it? Uh, as much as people actually gaining interest into hockey, I can say this right now: hockey, That's a good point. especially when it comes to play, especially during playoff times, has become one of the most 
anticipated and fun, exciting things to watch throughout the year, even with the NFL playoff time or the NBA finals. Uh, I just feel I'll go with the Blackhawks because their impact on their sport. I th- all right, I can see what you mean. If, if you're going to ask me about a decade, I would have to change it, though. If you're talking about a decade, yes. I You said this era. And how do you, but how do you define an era? Do you define it by decade? Do you define I, it by the last I do it by years? How? I do okay, it then I'd have next, to say the Blackhawks. Uh, if you said the decade, I'd have to say the Blackhawks. But if you're talking about overall era, then I'd have to say the New England Patriots yeah. are the model of success. You, you know... <laughs> I've been thinking about this question. You look at how great things have been in the past, okay? You've had New England winning four Super Bowls. The Blackhawks being the dynasty of this decade. I'm a Celtic fan, but i got to tell you, the L.A. Lakers, uh, their tremendous run that they've had, you know, and they won five championships in the decade of the 2000s. With the Patriots, I'm going to go fact because I tell you, Long before Brady came, the Patriots were just a team that had Drew Bledsoe on their team. And Drew Bledsoe did turn them around in some parts in the mid to late 90s. But when Tom Brady came, he really changed the Patriots. He he brought the football back to Boston and all of New England that seemed to have been missing for a long, long time. So i got to go with fact on that. I mean, look at the success. You're right. Six Super Bowl appearances. Brady should have six Super Bowls. Unfortunately, he lost both Super Bowls to the Giants. But, you know, they have recovered from that in a way because they won it this past February of this year. So, easy fact. That's a wrap for facts and fiction. We're going to head to commercial break here. On the sports drive, we'll have our final thought after the commercial break. We'll be right back in just a couple of Minutes. Minutes. It's Tebow time. Well, it came up to Denver from Florida way, got a Heisman Trophy, gonna make them pay. Orton and Quinn went to the bench, covered in that loser stench. Might be a legend. Legend, the legend of Tim Tebow. Now he ain't like Rodgers or even like Bank. When you beat your team, it'll leave you sick. Ain't got big numbers. In the second half, he'll kick your ass. Just do the math. He's a legend, legend all right. Legend, the legend of Tim Tebow. Now he ain't like Jordan or even A-Rod. Some folks think he's the son of God. Pure enough to bang your mama. Pretty sure he killed Osama. He's legend, a legend. legend, legend. The legend of Tim Tebow. He's a guy that gives your team the fear. Get your woman's knees up in her ears. He'll start a comeback, won't even blink, and you just know his no don't stink because he's a legend. For you, don't stink. Legend, legend, the legend of Tim Tebow. Now, Elway don't want him, neither does Fox. I'll bet that guy's got a five foot. He'll beat your team, ruin your life. When he's in town, he can f*** my wife. Boy, that's boy, what legends do. Ho, ho, screw, screw, no joke. Now f*** the Raiders, f*** the Chiefs. It's all about the man with a swinging beat. Everyone loves him. He's the bomb. Hell, I'm pretty sure I'm getting turned on by the legend.
know he'll never give up the fight with the help of God, Jesus Christ. He's the cure for cancer. He'll save your soul all the way to the Super Bowl with the legend. Legend, legend, the legend of Tim Tebow. Legend, legend, the legend of Tim Cars for kids, K A R S cars for kids, one eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids, one eight seven seven cars for kids Donate your car today. Time for commercials. If you listen hard enough, you might hear the subliminal messages telling you to buy whatever we're selling. Welcome back to the Sports Drive, where we give you sports radio that doesn't suck. Welcome back. Final segment of the day here on Jock Journal Radio and JockJournal.com. The sports, the sports drive. Uh, my name is Josh Lopez, alongside Sean Mann and the big win, Frank Swinkle from Blue Bumblebee, Indiana. Think of something I'm new. Here from, I'm, by the way, I'm here from Chirac, so please keep me in your prayers. <laughs> Pray Anyways, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's move on here. We have, on this day in sports history, before we give our final thoughts on today's show, I have a couple on this day's facts. You guys ready? Ready to go. Act, hey, right. act right. away. Go, let's go. Let's, let's do it. On this let's day in 1929, the Boston Bruins began a 14-game winning streak. Woo! On this day in, on this day in 1950, Tom Spears of the Los Angeles Rams caught an NFL record 18 passes against the Packers. Also, Terrell Owens of the 49ers broke the record with 20 catches for 283 yards and a touchdown against the Bears on December 17, 2000. On this day in 1961, George Blanda of the Houston Oilers kicked a 55-yard field goal. Um, And then we had the rules... Uh, committee of Major League Baseball. You guys still hear me? Yes, yeah, I can hear you, man. Hear you? I, I don't want to hear it. You're fine. I'm I'm just making sure because somebody was calling me while this was going on. I did want some messages up, right? <laughs> anyway, no, no, you're the rules fine. committee oh, yeah. of that cool. The rules committee of Major League Baseball announced that in 1969 the pitcher's mound would be lowered from 15 to 10 inches. Yep, this true. is done in order to get more batting action. The strike zone was also reduced from the knees to the shoulders to the top of the knees to the armpits. 
On this day in 1988, Barry Sanders of Oklahoma State University won the Heisman Trophy Award. Sure did. And on this day in 1991, Hulk Hogan won his fourth WWF championship when he defeated The Undertaker. I had to throw in a wrestling quote there. <laughs> and then no on this day, uh, George Lamont announced that he was retiring. He was three-time winner of the Tour de France. Uh, I have one special sports quote today. We'll add this every time we do Honest Day Sports History. This one is the classic one from Sue Gary. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And I think that's a perfect way to transition to our final thoughts for the show today. Uh, let's start off with Frank here, buddy. You know, just reading those sports, uh, the, the sports memories, the... Uh, on this day in sports history, I was thinking, what if Sean Mann were alive on this day in 1929? <laughs> that would yeah. have happened. If that yeah, would have happened, I probably would have caught all the other, more of the historic happenings and dates, all, all the historic happenings and all the sports and stuff. And you guys would be like hearing an old man talk because I'd be born in 29. But uh, oh, the rest of the brutal. Yes, honey. Oh, I, need my, I, I need my dentures. Oh, my goodness. My achy <laughs> Ouch. Hey, my friends. I watched Ted Williams play at Fedway Park. <clears throat> I respect now, President about... John F. Kennedy, and I watched the Celtics win. Now, how about some lemonade? Or I could talk like Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Dude, that was pretty cool. Oh, God. I wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog! Just kidding. <laughs> hey, Frank, what's your thoughts on today's show, buddy? Are you kidding me? It's Dysfunction Junction on this show. Dysfunction <laughs> Junction. My goodness. I listen, listen, I enjoy meeting with you guys. I got to tell you, you guys are the only two reasons why it's worth getting up at 8 in the morning. Or 6 or 7 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Listen. Getting up early, look, it's always a blast. And it's always a blast when we talk sports and when we also uh, uh, pretend that we're old. Oh, my goodness, Sonny, I need my dentures. <laughs> but, hey, great job. Hey, listen, listen, let's do it tomorrow. And, by the way, every day is hump day because of you, Josh. Remember that. Oh, no. Oh, I just God. hope we have better, better. I just hope. I listen. I just. I just hope that being that next Wednesday is the last day of Sean Mann's bowling adventures, that he bowls at least yeah. three strikes. Not get a perfect game, you, Sean. You know, get at least three strikes for all that's holy in this world. Hey, I'm aiming the ball wrong. Once I get it all figured out, I will be all right. Josh, we need to give bowling lessons for Christmas. What do I need bowling what day lessons is Christmas for Christmas on? By the way. Christmas is on a Friday. On a Friday? Okay. Yep. Three weeks from tomorrow. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, this is a little breaking news for the fans of programming alert. We will be doing the show on Christmas Eve that morning, but we'll take Christmas Day off, okay? So we'll do... The Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday show of Christmas. Well, we got to be in the Christmas right. year. It's Christmas Eve. I'm teasing. Don't worry. I can be here for Christmas Eve. No problem. Is, is, is that fine with you guys or no? 
Yep, I'm Are fine you guys with it. Going I'm, out of town? I'm in. Frank? I'll have to see, depending on my schedule. Well, it's in the morning, so I don't, I don't know what your schedule uh, uh, geez, you can get up for a couple to, hours and enjoy. I may have a I'll date. I may have a hot date. Yeah, in the morning. I may have a hot date. I may have a, yeah, I may have a hot date. You know what? My schedule's booked. I'm looking. Okay, day with this, uh, day with this blonde, this brunette. Uh, got a second brunette. Oh, oh I got two No, I'm just, just checking my stop. schedule out here. Just cut yeah. it out. Okay, my final thought, if I can get to it. Yeah. Um, well, I have to say, I start off one by one. Josh, it's just a honor and a pleasure to continue to keep working with you day after day, and like, thanks for improving me. Frank, it continues to get better with you all the time because you can't ever underestimate the bowling master. Teasing, teasing. Never get those three strikes next, next Wednesday. Three oh, strikes. Oh, gobble, gobble. Yeah, gobble, gobble, gobble. I need turkey. Um Snowman, wherever you are, I have a blast when you come on for Skip Bayless Bash Hour. This has been the best time of my life with doing these shows, and I just it's so enjoyable to do it because we're making it big, we're taking it big, we're taking it a day at a time, and we're just having a blast doing it. Have fun. That's what matters. Don't get mad over little things. Life's too short for it. It really, really is. Be blessed for what you have in life because that's important. That's important. <laughs> Any final For thoughts? For me, um, I wonder with tomorrow, they're going to get more of the hump and a more clearer, clearer perspective of the hump. Because, You're yes, the hump. I understand my, I understand where people come from with my delays sound like if I'm in the bathroom or whatever, but I'm not. I'm actually in my living room, but that's neither here nor there, but, um, I'm hoping this works tomorrow. Uh, I, I'm really hoping this works out because I, I, I'm talking. I hear what I'm doing. I feel like I am bringing the energy, and I'm, I do sound ready to go. I'm not condensed or mundane or anything like that. I I just don't feel like my voice is actually going through the thing. And you know that that's what happens. You know, technology always is always going to be your best friend. But I have a blast doing the show with you guys nonetheless. Um, yes, I do. Concur. Having the stuff with the having the fun with Snowman was great today, and uh, we also like to thank uh, Tim for uh, coming on the show today to talk about the Packers Lions game. Uh, thank you, way, Tim. If you guys ever want to, if you guys ever want to ask any questions, you always send it by a text line. It's seven seven nine four eight. Dial seven seven nine four eight. Type the word text, space, and then message, and we'll try our best to answer throughout. Today, tomorrow, maybe even on tomorrow's show. Um, so we're going to wrap it up there. Final thought, once again, thanks to you and Sean, Big Win, because you two rap bastards make the show worthwhile for me to do it. As always blast, you know, the debate with the Dave Dombrowski, that's what sports talk radio is all about. And uh <laughs> You guys may may agree or disagree with us, but at least you're getting our honest opinions. You're not getting a contrived opinion on a certain topic. So, with that said, let's get the particulars out of the way. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Doc Sports Drive, D A Sports Drive. Follow Big Wind, Gale Force Wind uh, at Jock J R L Frank. Follow Sean Man, the Update Man, and the Historian Man at Sean Man S W R. Who knows? Maybe at Christmas time he'll change his Twitter handle. 
I'm yeah, Josh Lopez. Uh, check out JockJournal.com. That's the most important. Thanks, Nash Carey, and the crew over there for letting us have the platform there. And, um, yeah, check out our show on the Jock Journal radio section on JockJournal.com for our on-demand episodes. Go to iTunes, uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, go Also, check out the Pro Wrestling Experience, my podcast. I had episode 144 yesterday that's uploaded on iTunes. Uh, check it out. It's an hour-and-a-half-long wrestling podcast. Uh, it's always fun. And um, with that said, we're, we are out. So for Sean Mann and the big win, Frank Sprinkle, my name is Josh Lopez. Enjoy your Thursday. Join the Packers-Lions game. We'll be back tomorrow to predict the games for week 13 of the NFL season and have one final round of the Skippy Bash Hour here on Sports Drive. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Adios. Enjoy Thursday night football. Lions and Packers, oh my. You just heard the Sports Drive with Josh Lopez and Sean Mann. You are listening to Jock Journal Radio. We offer news, opinion, and discussion all the time for you Jock Stars. Catch you later, Jock Stars. Welcome to McDonald's. You've probably heard, we're revamping our image. But you may not know about all the wonderful new changes in store for our customers. You've seen our hot new hipster Hamburglar. But have you seen the new Grimace? He used to be such a sourpuss. But now, he's a puss magnet. Uh (laughs) We also have a new burger for all you tree huggers out there who are too snobby to eat fresh patties from enormous vats of ground up cows. The McCarrot Burger. Mmm, healthy and delicious. But don't worry, we've still got all the classics, like the Big Mac. And we're not going to change the Big Mac or the special sauce inside it. Our founder's grandson's great nephew Randy's been making it, whatever it is, for 45 years. I make it at home in the back room, late at night. Now let's talk dessert. The apple filling in our baked apple pie was too hot for some people, so we replaced it with something a lot cooler. Gumballs. And of course, there have been a lot of questions about just what kind of fish is in the fillet of fish. Fish, right? Yeah, of course. Definitely, it's a fish! But we're not just updating the menu, we're upgrading the entire experience. Karen, do you remember those complaints from moms about the cleanliness of the ball pit at the play place? I sure do, Jeff, but not to worry. Those ball pits will be scrubbed clean by our new global head of play place cleanliness, Randy. They told me I could legally wash the children's balls. Whoa! Don't worry about how that sounds. Randy will only be allowed to clean when our locations are closed. Thank you. Wait a minute. We almost forgot about Ronald. Studies show that Ronald McDonald actually scares the shit out of children, so he's now known as health expert Ronald McDoctor. Hi. Nothing is healthier than eating at McDonald's. Uh, Try our gumball pies. They're very slimming. Thanks, Doc. Hey, Jeff, isn't it about time for our jingle? You mean, I'm loving it? No, silly. The new one. Oh, yeah. Hit it, maestro. Mickey D's, you have no other choice at the airport. So come on down to the new McDonald's, which is now called Anywhere But McDonald's. As in, 
Where do you want to eat tonight, Jeff? Anywhere but McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah, one more thing. F*** you, Morgan Spurlock. Dick. Anywhere but McDonald's, you still have no other choice at the airport. And there ain't no more Happy Meals, neither. Unless you have beg me for it. You like to beg, don't you? Barely ads, they still fit fake commercials. Oh. I can clean your workstation. No, Randy, that's clean. Jeff, you want to step to me? Huh? Jeff, I, got, I can take it. Jeff doesn't want you to touch me. <laughs> Support for this show comes from Material. Material is a simple and intuitive e-commerce platform that lets you get your online store started without paying a dime. That's right. No ads, no setup costs, no transaction fees. Experience a fresh and easy new way to sell online by signing up at Material.com today. You are listening to Jock Journal Radio. News, opinion, and discussion for all you jock stars. Yeah. Yeah, we're here.